listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. For a second, I'm wrecking. I got you double checking. But then again, when to your knees did I beckon? Hold me only if you want to get naked. Play me for a crowd if you only want to wreck it. Yo! Welcome to the Black Guy Test Podcast. It's your host, Rod and Karen. Running on CP time today. Yes, we is. That is cab prejudice time. Always making black people <laughs> 15 <laughs> minutes late because they won't come get our ass on time. Um, actually, we did have some car troubles today. Yes. You know, when you're spending that $650 unexpectedly out the budget, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Because I'm balling like that, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I said, Mom, can I borrow some money? But, um, (laughs) anytime you got to spend that money like that, you know, it just makes this time even more rewarding. Yes, it does. Because even though it was late, you know, this is something I look forward to all day. Yeah. Hanging out with our fans. What up in the chat room? Yeah. Appreciate you guys coming on and hanging out with a young black couple in Charlotte, North Carolina. We do. Uh, but, yo, first of all, you're listening to the Black Guy Tips and it's hosted by your boy Rod and Karen. And you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm said that again. That as in D-A-T. You can go to the website, theblackguiletips.com. You can find all kinds of shit there, such as our store, mm-hmm. where you can buy stuff. Yes, thank you for people that's buying, buying stuff and putting pictures out there. That means a lot to us when you guys see the pictures. Yeah, definitely, man. And this is a great way to show support for the show. We make something off of everything. 
And uh, because it's our anniversary, mm-hmm. we want to celebrate it with y'all. Yes. So what we're going to do is just drop our markup from the store. Yes. Um, and I'll say, should we just go to a percentage or should we do like a dollar number? What do you think? Uh, whatever makes sense. I say, fuck it. We only make a dollar off of everything y'all buy. So okay. I will drop our markup to a dollar uh, until we're back on the air, which is a whole week until next Thursday. Yeah, so now it's the time to buy. Yeah, I would go in there and change it as soon as the show is over. Karen, don't let me forget. I won't. Uh, but yo, if y'all been waiting, holding out to buy something, because you know maybe you kind of broke, you thought it was too much, whatever. Yeah. Look, man, we just want y'all representing our gear. The yeah, money is kind yeah. of a cool thing, but if it's not, we're not getting it. We're not getting it. But people uh, did buy stuff at the higher price, and I appreciate that. Yes, we do. And um, those people, you can go actually go buy some more stuff. We Yeah, we so really now it's on sale. It. Yes, this is our sale. Because we've been mad nine years, y'all benefit. Right. So we appreciate the guys that support the show. Um, and, you know, it's, it's really a good way to show your support and spread the word very easily. Um, also, while you're there, you can vote in the polls. Yep, yep. You can leave comments. Now, we're not doing a feedback episode till next Saturday. No, no, so, I can't no. even imagine the amount of comments. Uh, <laughs> that feedback show going to be three hours. Yeah, it might be a two-part <laughs> feedback show. But, um, yeah, you're definitely going to do that. So, you guys go ahead and uh, make sure you vote in the polls. Um, you know, we appreciate that. Leave comments. You can donate directly to the show. Yes. You know, in case you want to help out with this car bill or whatever, you know, help me pay my mom back faster. That's cool. <laughs> you guys can do that. And, um, and and also, for those of you that have been listening for a while and those of you that are new, after this podcast, would be a great time to go back and listen to the older podcast, which you have not had a chance to listen to since yeah. we're going to be out for a whole week. Woohoo! Um, of course... You can call the show when we do do a live show at 704-557-0186. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail there. And you can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Um, and when you're looking up the show, you can find us all kinds of places. We're on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And we respond to five-star reviews where we actually read them on the show, live on the air. If you write us a five-star review, and it doesn't matter what kind of comments you want to leave in your five-star review. Mm-hmm. You can say whatever you want to. Yes, you can. But the five-star review lets me know that you care, that you're listening. You want us to yes. know what you got to say. And you're paying attention. And hopefully you're not an asshole, because that's what the words let me know, if you're an asshole or not. Ha, ha, ha. Of course, you can also go on Facebook. Go to the Blackout Tips on Facebook and join our group. It's growing uh, all the time. I think we're somewhere around like 2,100 to 2,200 area. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's cool to be able to finally lose count on that, because we got so many. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you guys who go out there and interact with us there. I try to post all kinds of stuff up there for you guys. Uh, like this woman, when I was trying to make a deposit into the ATM today, mm-hmm. uh, so we could get there in time to do the show, some lady was just standing at the damn ATM that's for cars. For cars? Yes, outside for wheels, inside for legs, lady. Oh. Go your ass inside she the bank. She could have got hit. I, I don't know. She was just standing there like, oh, fuck this. Um, she was one of them people that was like Bill Cosby old, where you old enough where you stop giving a fuck. Uh-uh. It was like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm, I'm sitting my purse down, and I'm standing right here, and I'm making a transaction. I don't need to go inside to open up a new account. Oh, she was taking, it was slow, huh? Yeah, she was just talking to them. She's like, savings account, please. I was like, ma'am, that's not how it works. It's not... It's not an Xbox Connect. Yes, it's not a Connect controller, man. You can't just tell it what to do. Um, and of course, the uh, uh, you can also find us on Stitcher and Podomatic. Yes, the official weapon of the show is the Taser. 
an unofficial sport. Bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Um, and this show is sponsored. Yes, sir. But we don't have any copy, Karen. We don't. They didn't give me anything to read, but Shadow Doll Productions, of course, sponsored the show. Yes. Uh, probably our most loyal sponsor. Yes, um, they are. Uh, good people. They let us record an audio play with them. Well, three of them, actually. Yes. Only one of them's out that y'all yes. have heard, but it's called Directing Shit. And last week, they had a sale, um, and it was 10% off for anybody that put in the code Cray Cray. Mm-hmm. And I could not put that on the website, so you actually had to listen to the show yeah, to, to find, find out. out. Now, I don't know if that code is still going till midnight or not, but, you know, get your ass over to ShadowDollProductions.com and find out. Yes, sir. Um, also, buying Cray Cray is an easy way to show support to the show. Yes, it is. Um, buying directing shit is an easy way to show support for the show because it's oh, only... I was about to say he got a one called Cray Cray. He not probably yet. should. Not yet. It's but on its way. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Gabby. It's <laughs> but it's only one dollar, uh, so you guys can go support it that way, um, and you know go buy shit there. He's got DVDs and movies and audio plays, all kinds of stuff, man. Yes. A very professional person. Um, I really enjoy working with him and connecting with him because it's somebody that has the same passion for what they do that yeah, we have for what, what we do. do, and you can tell too. Yeah, and he's full of great ideas and very so loyal. And I, I really cannot thank Dexter enough because no, with him, we managed to be able to do certain shit that, you know, we really probably would not have been able to do by now. And That's true. We've been able to actually look at that as something we can kind of depend on because we know ahead of time if we're going to get some money so we can be like, okay, let's go ahead and pay to have this thing hosted a little bit more. Let's get a you know better website, things like that. And, uh, you know, a lot of that is straight due to him, man, and uh, could not be a nicer guy. We thank you, Dexter. Um, so I guess that's all for the copy. Yes. I guess we need to get into random thoughts. Let's do this, son. You know, when we don't have guests, it feels like we get into the show in record time. <laughs> we do, don't we? Like, right now, I'll be like, yeah, so, uh, Trojan School, tell us about that book. You know, like, yeah. now, like, now we just into the show. It's like, oh, now we're done. Then, <laughs> blackoutsills.com. <laughs> Morgan, why don't you tell us another one of your Canada stories? Man, you know, um, this has been an interesting week. First of all, yes, the car, it has. Uh, the car breaking down. Uh, that was that was awesome. But let me tell you something. Triple A is a godsend. Yes, it is. They are an American treasure. <laughs> they really are. Seriously, if you have an older vehicle, probably even if you have a newer vehicle, but specifically if you have an older vehicle. Triple A pays for his fucking self, man. Yes, it does. Because you never know when shit is going to just go crazy. And I didn't have to pay for a tow truck. Mm-mm. Karen didn't have to leave her job. Nope. Like, they just the straight up. came to the job. Yes, they came to her job, picked up her car, t- took the keys. <laughs> yeah, took the car to the to the place where I wanted them to drop it off. Yeah, then, now they did try to get you to go to their shop. No, thank you. I We got a place that we trust. And, you know, Roger said he let that lady have some, so I would not disappoint her. Yes, uh, and it was awesome, man, and uh, I, I appreciate them, man, because it's only, that one toe would have paid for the whole year of AAA for oh both gosh. of us. Yeah, so we'd have had to call a tow truck that would cost money. Yeah. And you'd have had to pay for them to tow it to the place, which right. would cost extra money. And especially if you don't have the money on you at, at the, the time, time. Yes. then you just fucked. Yes, you are. Yes. So, it was really cool uh, that AAA was able to do yeah, that. Shout out to AAA. So, then we get the car in, and we don't know what's wrong with the fucking car. Oh. You know, it, it's, it just won't start. And that's the worst type, because, like, <laughs> yes. when it's, like, the alternator and shit, sometimes you can hear the clicking, uh-huh. or when it's the uh, uh-uh. 
you know, the battery, you can just tell because shit is just dying on you or whatever. It'll start with a jump. Karen was turning the key and everything would turn on except the engine. Nah, that shit was like, nah, son, but I give you power though. Yeah, it was just like, it's hot. Fuck you. It's hot. I'm tired, bitch. No. Yeah, cars needed naps too, Karen. You're the nap queen. You should understand. Wrong time to nap. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure it was embarrassing because weren't you about to drive somewhere with your coworkers? Yes. So they yes. just thought you was like, was like, mm-hmm, your car won't start. Raggedy ass bitch. <laughs> no, no, it's too no. hot for this shit, girl. No. We had. I told to- you her car wouldn't start. Look at her. <laughs> we. We had to ride with somebody else, which was fine, because they was following us. But I'm just glad that shit didn't break down on the way back to the workplace. Because I'd have been like, you know what? I'm going home. I can walk. And y'all did go to the Cheesecake Factory. Yes. Um, first of all, Karen, you're not walking nowhere. You know you would have called me. <laughs> you ain't about to walk all the way home from your job. But, um, no, 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 no. From the Cheesecake Factory. Oh. Like, even that shit no, is far. No, that's far as hell. I'm crazy. <laughs> It's 90 degrees in Charlotte. You get about a half mile down the street and you calling me to come pick you up. You know I would. Plus, you almost passed out that one time. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, you went to the Cheesecake Factory, which yes. to me is one of the world's most overrated restaurants. Yes, it was good, though, but yes. Yes, it was. Uh, no, it's not good. That place is so overrated. I know, I know <laughs> y'all people in the chat room, I know y'all know it. Like, first of all, I hate the cheesecake menu. Oh my gosh, it's like a fucking book. It took us forever because everybody was like, oh my gosh, this thing has 20 pages. Narrow this shit down, please. It's, it's an encyclopedia of food, and none of it is described just good enough to be better than the other shit. No. And I don't trust anybody that can make everything. It's kind of like Jack in the Box. Yeah. I shouldn't I be able to get that. I shouldn't be able to get a burger, a taco, and an egg roll in the same place. And they serve and, brunch too now. And expect all of them to be good. You know That's what I'm saying? True. Like yeah. some. They're either all gonna suck, or or yeah, they yeah. Either, they're just gonna all suck. Nobody can like I've never made a meal in my kitchen and been like, hey baby, I made French toast, steak, and uh and and, and soup. Like you'd be like, those are, <laughs> those three things don't even fucking go together. Why would you make no, those things? That's right. So it's it's just one of those things. Well, and that and yes, you're right. That does sound good. Uh, French toast steak sandwich. Yes. Uh, but but still though, I mean, you just don't see shit like that, and I don't trust them because you shouldn't have like an Asian section to the menu. <laughs> and I flip over and it's the burger section, yeah. and I flip over another page and it's the French section. You like, flip over another page, you got the Mexican going on, yeah. Right, like you, none of this shit. It's all the same. It's like Taco Bell. It's like six ingredients in the kitchen, <laughs> and then they just keep we try calling. to use them over and over again. Yeah, it's all overpriced, so there's not even something that makes you be like, I, okay, this is a good. That's buy. true. My ass went paying for it, but that's true. The only good thing about the Cheesecake Factory, and of course that is a first world restaurant, a rest a factory of cheesecakes. Oh, but they had a lot of fucking cheesecakes too. Somewhere African people are starving to death, but yes. in America we got a factory of cheesecakes. Yes, a restaurant maybe. full of damn cheesecakes. Yes. <laughs> like maybe that's where we can start. Everybody's getting so fat. Maybe that's where we can get Obama to create a job sector. We can get more manufacturing jobs in the Cheesecake Factory. Oh yeah. You know, take some of those people from Detroit, make go up there and make a factory full of cheesecakes. That shit'll never go out of business. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man. So uh, the cheesecake is the only thing I think that's worth getting there. Yeah, that cheesecake was good. I had a Reese's Pieces cup cheesecake with the bomb. And now the cheesecake is very, very hard 
to just pick between. And that's because yes. they all sound good. Yes, it was either that or the Snickers. Yeah, it's like Oreo, unicorn, cheesecake. Ah, ah, like, ah. What? How did y'all get unicorn milk? Dude, the unicorns even have ah. milk? Like, it's just, like, they just have shit there on there. Like, oh, they got... Fairy sprinkle cheesecake. Yeah, fairy sprinkles with uh, dragon ice cream. Like, damn. Ah, ah, oh, ah. Dude, why can't your food sound as delicious? Only your yes. cheesecake. Yes. Uh, from now on, when <laughs> I go to... Flakes. Right, from now on, when I go to Cheesecake Factory, I'm only ordering cheesecake. Uh, we might do that. I'm never going to order food there again. You, uh, mark my words. As a matter of fact, I might just order it to go. Mm-hmm. But like, let me get a, or a slice of that Oreo. And the slices are so big. Yeah. It's literally like a cheesecake. Yes, it's like a whole cheesecake. Oh. Anyway, it good. was good, though. It was delicious. A lot of, I had to do a lot of Zumba to work that cheesecake off. So, the theme of this week, for me anyway, it's been ongoing with three different people over the past few days. I've been noticing that motherfuckers are getting frisky on this internet. Uh-oh. And uh, I don't appreciate that shit. You know, and it's weird that people have to be this way. Now, the first one didn't really happen to me, uh, but I did watch it last night. Uh, like, my man, Teray. Mm-hmm. That nigga hasn't getting into it with everybody. Like, I know he has a book coming out. Mm-hmm. So, maybe that's why he's getting into it. And it's weird, because, like, what is Teray famous for? I don't know. Who is Teray? See, you don't even know who he is. I last, don't know. Last week, he was kind of the uh, celebrity of the week, because he wrote the article... That was accompanied by the headline and picture, which he apparently had nothing to do with. What if Mike Vick were white? Oh, that dude we saw on TV. Yes. Okay. So, um, you know, he he's been kind of um, I don't know. He's he's been the guy that everybody's been talking about. Okay. And it's kind of weird because ever since then, I feel like he's been kind of defensive because people have been attacking him about his piece. And so he wrote the piece. Yeah, he he definitely wrote that piece. Okay. Um, and, and and he's a he's a sensitive type of guy. Like you know how there's a certain level of fame where you normally see people be like, all right, I I gotta leave people alone. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not gonna be able to uh, really respond to all this and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes you gotta ignore people. But you know, he seems like a guy who's willing to reach out, and plus, he's trying to promote his book. Oh, okay. So he has a book talking about you know being a. a Post, having a post-racial America and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he wants to talk about racism and be a race expert and he's a music expert. I'm putting expert in quotes because, you know, can anybody be an expert in America? No. On these things. Did he come from the Cheesecake Factory College? <laughs> <laughs> Do a little bit of everything here? But, um, he's, he's a cultural critic, you know, which means he technically doesn't have a job. And, um, he, he basically uh, has has been like running the gambit of social media on um and and TV to talk about his piece that he's been writing and promote his book. Okay. Well, of course, you know I heard him on filling the lanes. Yes. And uh, the, 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 this sound quality wasn't that great, but more importantly, like the way he was answering some of their questions was just kind of like not. It wasn't ideal. You know, he's kind of a little dismissive. And then, you know, I think they, they felt like uh, we don't want to ask too many, too tough of a question. Because, yes. you know, we appreciate this guy being here. But he yes. didn't really defend his piece as well as I thought he I should, should have. have. Yes. Um, or if, if he was going to find good reasoning for it. I didn't feel like it was presented there. Okay. Um, 
and I felt like it was kind of a wishy-washy piece with nothing to say. That was just like, you can't even begin to talk about what if Mike Vick was white because everything would be different, you know. And, and it, it was so, okay, whatever. That's cool. Well, also, uh, and, and I believe, uh, I know I've heard this on video before, but he always cites this one incident where he was called not black. Okay. Uh, by somebody on his ca- on campus of his college or whatever. Okay. And I basically um, saw Dr. Goddess on Twitter. Okay. Talking to him, and she was tweeting to him about how you know he really, um, I guess he's trying to create this excerpt for his book, Who's Afraid of Post Blackness. So he's trying to be like, well, this one example, and that's a it's a very it's a very uh, Telling it's an example that, that that just builds a story behind itself. Somebody said you weren't black enough, but come to find out, uh, Doctor Goddess was talking talking to him. And she said, "Hey, I, I went to school with you. Mm-hmm. I was there during that you know debate. Okay, and you used to walk around school calling yourself French. Okay, so you know you tried to disassociate yourself from black people on campus. You didn't really speak to them. You didn't try to be included in any group. So when somebody called you not black, it wasn't a you know, it was more like you call yourself not black. Why the okay. fuck would I call you? Well, you know, you don't want to be black. You, you know, you've expressed this to us. Yeah. Um, and he basically he didn't call her a liar, which I would think if that was the case. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just be like you lied? You know what I'm saying? True. But he didn't call her a liar, or whatever. That's fine. But then he accused her of stalking him. Yeah. So she left him alone or whatever. And uh. Bo, Bo Mommy was talking to him yesterday about music because he was, Bo was basically saying, hey, I like chicks that, you know, like to shake it up to some good music. Mm-hmm. You know, not really interested in them opening their mind to that rock cam mm-hmm. while reading, uh, you know, while reading the thesaurus or whatever. No, before. you can't get down to that. Yeah, like a girl that can twerk it and stuff. And it turned into this weird conversation of like, well, because I went to a white school, kind of, you know, like this real sensitive, like, oh, so you oh. trying to pick on me and my blackness and all this shit. And this is very weird. What is wrong with him? He, he's like the little kid that feel like everybody picked on him. Yeah, I think so, man. And um, a lot of times these kids bring it on themselves when that when that shit happens anyway. But this is one of those weird, like, this dude seems like a lame to me, is what I'm saying. He just seemed lame. Like, some, like there's so many coincidences where you keep getting yourself in these social bad situations where you got to look at yourself and be like, huh, maybe I'm fucking up. So I think that my man might be a little bit on the lame side, and it was just one example of how not to interact with people, because he basically started saying people weren't uh, smart, you know, implying that they weren't smart if they don't fuck with the kind of music he likes, and, you know, saying he doesn't want a woman that, you know, is dropping it like it's hot to this certain type of music, and I'm like, I don't believe that. Wow. I don't believe that shit, and then later on... He, he was like, oh, no, I did that, date this one chick that went to this really exclusive dance uh, school. And, and and it's just one of them like, okay, so now you, you over here now? Like, so now you, you are awesome. I like a woman that can get down and, and dance and, and look good. Or, a ballet? I don't know what kind of dancing he was talking about. But he was talking about, you know, being in Atlanta and shit like that. So I'm assuming these are black women and stuff. But it, it's just one of those weird, like, I don't know. It's just... He's just the king of awkward interaction yeah, on Twitter. Like, like nothing like, can go well for this dude. Yes, it's almost like instead of him just having a conversation, it's almost like he makes the conversation about him. Right. When sometimes it's not even about him. You know, 
she's just asking questions, and instead of him answering them, he go, well, you stalking me. Nigga, I ain't stalking you. We just having a conversation. Right, exactly. He tried to, uh, like Dr. Goddard said, there's nothing wrong with writing a book or, or book selling, but don't perpetuate a fraud, dwell in the black pathology, quote-unquote, and misrepresent without proper context in order to do so. It hurts black people, affects public opinion, and affects the public policy and damages lives. So she's basically saying, like, don't walk around talking about black people just walking up to you. You ain't black! You know, out of context. That's not happening. <laughs> you know, meanwhile, you was telling people I'm French. You know what I'm saying? It's just crazy to me that people get down like this, but whatever. I think... He's trying to stir up shit because his book is coming out and needs people to know about it. And not only that, and, and it's almost insulting. It's almost like y'all niggas too stupid about my books. I'm not really even promoting y'all books to you. To, my book to y'all, why y'all even bother me? Yes. And so, at least that's the way it's coming out to me. So that leads me to this. Okay. My Facebook page. Okay. All right. So, of course, this week, Michael Vick signed his second. He got praised. One hundred million dollar deal. Yes, he did. Uh, Eagles Michael Vick reaches six year deal. Mm-hmm. Forty million of his guaranteed. It's a hundred million dollars. And I went to my Facebook page and I said this. I said, Mike Vick, the first NFL player with two one hundred million dollar contracts in his career. I love America. It's great to see someone get a second chance and take advantage of it. As much as we groan about sport athletes and don't know how good they have it, and I, I don't think anyone can accuse Vic of being that way since his prison bid. It's not often that prison is a place where success stories are born, dream big people. Wow, you have a ton of comments. Yeah, 43 comments. But, uh, you know, completely, that, do, is there anything negative in that, what I just said? No, but I know how. I didn't come on that talking about it's just dogs, people, face motherfucker, take that cheese eaters, we back on top. Like, it was nothing. I wasn't going out to the mailbox waiting on my OJ prize. No. Like, <laughs> I like cracking the box. Yeah, I was just, I straight up was just like, this is a positive story of American redemption. This is, you know, somebody using a second chance, you know, at least as far as we know. That's right. Okay, so people come in. And people are being positive. You know, Brent says, fly, Eagles fly. And I had to correct him, like, hey, man, it's not even about the Eagles. No, it's not. I'm not, I'm an Eagles fan, but it, he could be doing this for the any team. He could be doing this for the fucking Giants, and I hate them. And I would be like, this is a great fucking story. That's right. A human story. You know how I many black men go to fucking prison and are stuck in that cycle of failure forever? Yes, and because they never get another opportunity, they never get another chance. People just write them off. Exactly. So, um, and then Wesley says it's a great story no matter how you look at it. Hey, I, I respect that. Um, and Terrence said, while I'm happy for MV number seven, can't we can't we just do good without prison being a part of the equation? And I'm like, okay, cool. I get that. And a lot of people can. Most people do. But at the same time, this is always presented. And it, and it fucking pisses me off. Every time they talk about Michael Vick, they always have to bring it up. So, it's like, y'all can't just say, okay, this is Michael Vick, he's doing great. He, they always bring up, always, he went to jail. They always bring up, well, I'm, always. I'm actually okay with that. That's part of the story. I like the fact that he's a person that went to prison and 
got a second chance and and utilized his second chance and has acted right. Hasn't been in the media. He's seen, that's, no, that's true now. He seems to have learned a lesson, and that is very influential for so many black men who just start off on the right, wrong path. That's they true. They start off on the wrong path. You start off in juvie. You start off in a culture of, you know, adults who are surrounding you who have who are only experienced cycles of poverty yeah. and cycles of prison and incarceration. So, yes, this can be an uplifting story to that person like dog. Get your shit together, and, act right, and, and you can get a second chance, yes. and you can take advantage of that second chance. You can get back to where you were. Yes. So I'm, I'm for that. You know, um, he, he served his time. Yes, he did. You know, this isn't a dude that escaped justice. And then I think that's my thing. He has served his time, period. All right. So, you know, more people coming in. It's a great story. I'm happy. Blah, blah, blah. You know, um... Uh, Tremaine says, I would have never thought this was possible. I remember when he first got signed, you know, and I and I also remember when he first got signed. I remember he was supposed to be the third string quarterback just coming in for trick plays. Yep. So, of course, this dude named Geoff comes in, all right? Mm-hmm. Now, let me give you backstory on Geoff. Geoff is one of those people that I always see arguing on his Facebook page. Oh, yeah, You yeah. know, like, he's, he's constantly... Or if, if he's not, I wouldn't say arguing. A lot of times he's just disaster baiting. Like, oh, Obama is president. He's the worst person ever or whatever, you know. Or implying it or putting some article about it. And he always has to defend, you know, the anti-Obama position. And that's fine. I see that shit and I back out. Yes. You know, and one time, the reason I know Geoff is only through Facebook. We've never met person to person. And one time, uh, he, I was on Vic's page. We were talking about Rush Limbaugh and stuff. And uh, we had a pretty good conversation, and we walked away, and now it was like, uh, you know, friend request. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool, yeah, yeah, we can, yeah, we can be friends. I don't care. That was a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Nobody crossed the line. Nobody was, you know, being whatever. That's right. So I, I accepted this friend request, or, or I, maybe even I seen him a friend request. Like it was, it was a good conversation. He seemed like a respectful dude. But yeah. since then, I've always noticed that his page stays in these political debates and things, and I, I just stay away from it. You know, one time I accidentally posted over there thinking that he was asking a question. And when I answered it, I saw I got all this like slander back from all these people that follow him. And I was like, oh, I see y'all motherfuckers over here having an Obama picnic and lynching. Like, y'all. No, thank you. Like, I thought you actually wanted to know some of his accomplishments since he's been in office. I didn't think this was a loaded question for you to just jump on me, right? Yes. So he comes in, and this is probably 20 something comments into the thread. He says, call me a skeptic, but I'm not sure he is worth that much. Okay, now let's just keep in mind, I didn't say, hey, let's analyze Mike Vick's ability to play football. I just said it's a great American story of redemption. Yes, it is. Uh, He says, Brady, Manning, Breeze, and Rodgers probably are worth that much. What is the elephant in the room? They have won a Super Bowl where Vick hasn't. Okay. Nobody said anything. Nobody brought that that. up. No. Furthermore, I've been an Atlanta Falcons fan for my entire life. I watched him here in Atlanta for years. Yeah, he had a few good seasons, but overall, I didn't think he lived up to expectations. Especially our defenses figured out how to once defensive figured out how to stop him, which happened last year also. All in all, I think we have to wait and see if he's worth that much. Right now, I'm reluctant to say he has. Uh, He had a great year last year, but he also had. Great seasons in Atlanta when he was signed for that much as well. First of all, he never had a season as good as last year. Ever. Especially passing the ball. Nope. Um, but secondly, 
Nigga, this shit ain't about that. No. Like, why are you... He, he bringing up shit that nobody's even talking about. Right, he just want Like, and from this point, I can tell he just wants What's to be the contrarian. Yes. Like, he just wants this to turn into a let's debate Mike Vick thread when I was celebrating Mike Vick's achievement yeah. and his ability to get back to the top. I was celebrating it. And then he wants to come piss on a parade. You know? Um, and so I told you, I said, hey, I'm not really commenting on this word. It's an NFL contract, so he'll never see that hundred million, no matter what. No, he won't. I'm just saying it's a good American story, right? Yes. And he goes, I won't agree. I won't disagree with that. Second chances are great, so long as he doesn't blow it. So even then, he has to be like, so long as he doesn't fuck it up. And I'm like, dude, that isn't that unstated. Don't. Oh, isn't yeah, everything great as long as you don't fuck it up? That's right. You don't even need to say that. It's just passive aggressive. Like, let's get into this argument. You know. Um. So, so we basically, you know, keep going, and then he comes back, and uh, he says, I, 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 and I said, look, man, NFL contracts are based on potential, not past achievements. Like, you don't pay a dude $100 because he won a Super Bowl. No. You pay him $100 because you think he will win a Super Bowl. That's right. That's how the NFL works. Yes, At, if you don't believe me, ask Chris Johnson. He had to hold out this year. Like he had to hold out last year. Like he had, to, he only got six hundred thousand last year after leading the NFL in rushing. Why weren't? Well, that's a past achievement. Why weren't they out there taking care of him? No. Also, Super Bowls are one of the most arbitrary ways to measure success. Yes, it is. There's a lot of terrible people that won Super Bowls. Eli Manning is not good, but he won a Super Bowl. Right. I mean, it's just it's arbitrary. It's just one of those things where it's so much luck. So much circumstance, so much about your organization. There's only one uh, person that you're gonna put the, all the blame and all the success on. But for me, I think it's one of the dumbest ways to analyze sports. Period. Yes. Championships are kind of dumb to analyze sports in football specifically because it's so fluky. Yes. Yes. Uh, Literally, one play could ruin everything and might not have shit to do with, with the, the quarterback. Team. Yep. You can have a better team, and if something just don't go your way, you out the game. So uh, he goes. He comes back and says, "Yes, that doesn't mean it's justifiable. I doubt anyone who would say a CEO who earns six figures is worth that much while his company declines or bad investment decisions lead to a decline." Cough, Wall Street cough. That is a terrible fucking analogy. Number one, ah! a, a, a CEO isn't the same as a quarterback because even even a CEO's earnings are based off of potential. Many many yes. CEOs. Abandoned company and still got their money, and I, you don't catch me on here bitching about them. Fuck it, they got their money. They did what they, they got over somehow. Yep. And I'm all about to come up, motherfucker. I hope somebody pays me more than I'm worth one day. Please do, please do. Uh, but the other thing is like, while the company declines, well, last season everything about Vic in, increased. Yes, it did. So like, what? Where's your analogy? Where is he showing this decline where he needs to not be paid? And then he says, uh. Vic hasn't won a Super Bowl or played in one. So now he's just egging it on. Like he wants to be the focus of attention on this thread. He wants to take it off of let's celebrate this American yes. story and turn it into let's shit on, let me argue about Mike Vic. So, um, and somebody talked about how they know a relative wouldn't even speak on it. Um, and I, I told him, I don't, I don't even know his name. Because he was like, I emailed his name. I'm like, I don't really no, know. Um, and so I tried to explain to this dude how NFL contracts work because I was hoping this ended. You know, I said right or wrong. No, not with people like that. Right, I said right or wrong. This is the NFL system of pay, of payment. This is the way the shit works. 
right or wrong. It worked this way for everybody. Yes, it it does. worked this way before Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl. Yes, it did. It worked this way. You know what I mean? Like, Tom Brady's a bad example because he actually won the Super Bowl after his first year or whatever mm-hmm. to start. But mm-hmm. if they had expected this motherfucker to win the Super Bowl, you know, if he was Matthew Stafford and they were giving you money right away, why are they giving rookies money? For past achievements? No. no. It's for expectations. Yep. Um... But and I, and you know it just turns into something else, and then he sends a link of Mike Vick throwing an interception against the Packers last what year. What does that got to do with this? You know the Packers who went on and won the Super Bowl, but whatever. Um, and I said I know where you disagree, Gioff. I just don't care. That's not even what the, this comment was based on. But if you want to get into it, I feel like championships are arbitrary and an overrated form of measuring a player's worth in the NFL. Uh, should Chris Johnson not be one of the highest paid running backs in the league because Tennessee sucks? I can't agree with your assessment, and I never will agree. Um, and so then he starts talking about Dan Marino and, and Michael Vick, and I'm like, dude, Dan Marino. He's like, at least Dan Marino played in the Super Bowl. Yeah, man, but that that's nothing. Nope. Mike Vick's also played in the playoffs. Like, like you, your whole goal was, well, he hasn't won the Super Bowl, but for Dan Marino, you can find a way to pay him. Like, you can't yeah. see what we see on the field and be like, this motherfucker is electrifying. People are buying his jersey. That's right. There's a reason they want to fucking pay this man. That's right. Um, and I tell them, 31 QBs don't get a Super Bowl every fucking year. That's right. So just, it's not a good way to measure shit. You know? Nope. It's like those people that hate on Peyton Manning before he won the Super Bowl. Then he won one. Then they came up with other ways to hate on him. Of course. It, the Super Bowl really doesn't matter if, you, you know, you feel whatever. So this is where it got interesting. My aunt Robin, who lives in Atlanta, mm-hmm. very big Falcons fan. Huge Falcons fan. Um, and she came in and said, you know, my nephew, you are such a char- uh, charismatic deliverer of words and thoughts. Let's go, Mike Vick. About the same thing earlier, very well said. And then she responds to G.R. and basically says, look, dog, I'm a fan of the Falcons. I'm dedicated. He's awesome. You know, um, I, she's been in, the, in, in Atlanta for 29 years. You know, um, and she's saying she's just clueless to why he's going in on Vic like this. And, and, it's, and she's and, and the thing is, in Atlanta, there's racial division over Mike Vic anyway. Yes. So there's almost like two Atlantas. There's the black people that love Mike Vic to death. And then there's the white people that's like, fuck that nigga, glad he's gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I didn't want to see this played out on my page. Yes. So he wrote a response back to her and I deleted it. Because it's, it had gone on too much. Wow. Right? So I deleted his response, and he sends me a private message. He said, did you delete my last comment? That's cold. You can't let somebody come and bash me. First of all, my, I swear to you guys, if you're my friend, look at it. My aunt never bashed him. No. She didn't call him out of his name. She didn't. She just disagreed with him. And I was like, let's stop it there. Because then he wrote something, and I saw it pop up in my inbox in my email. Yes. And I'm like, this motherfucker is going to, this is just going to start back and forth, back and forth on my page all day. It's going to get nasty and ugly. And I will not see my aunt disrespected. Yeah. And I can see where this is going to go. Tempers are going to flare. And you know what? Nothing's going to be accomplished. At all. You know? And so, um. And you don't want to get to get to a point where it becomes racial. Right. Uh, Not even racial. Just stupid. Just fucking stupid. It's Facebook. Name calling. What the fuck is y'all doing arguing? It's Facebook. So, um, you know, I said, so he basically says, how you just not going to let me respond? I said, yes, it's too much. That's my aunt. And also, it's not what the threat is about. 
He says, by the way, I don't appreciate condescending lectures from people and then not had a chance to respond to them. First of all, you said that in the first place. Second of all, this is a condescending lecture you're giving me. But, whatever. I said, I don't care. That's not what the post is about. Your comments led to that. Let it go. And he says, too much. You just let someone insult me and said, she didn't fucking insult you. And censor my response. Talk about too much. Let it go. I brought up a point that you and I were discussing. Others responded. I had the right you to respond. You were discussing. We weren't. Yes. No. You jump in. You started a discussion. Yes. You started a discussion that was on some separate other shit. from the discussion that was originally taking place. And he goes, I had the right to respond to their points. You have, you, you have done the. Now listen. You don't have the right to shit. It's my Facebook page. Yeah. Why would they give me the option to delete your shit off of my Facebook page? This isn't fucking freedom of speech. No. This is fucking, this is a private, I can pick and choose what I want on my fucking page. That's right. It's not like I was just deleting shit and going, yeah, let's talk about this motherfucker. No. As soon as he was gone, the thread went right back to positive. Nobody said a negative word about anybody. Nobody even had anything to argue. About. We just moved the fuck on, dead at the topic. That's right. He was the problem. I had to remove the problem. That's right. I don't give a fuck about your freedom of speech. That's like saying I could just come in your house. Freedom of speech, nigga. I get to piss on your TV. Freedom of speech. Hey, yeah, it's yeah. my right. Yeah, and I <laughs> yeah, and I got the fucking right to punch your face, too. Right. And so, you know, I'm trying to be reasonable because this, to me, sounds crazy. This is how crazy people talk. Like, no, everything doesn't get to be a fucking debate. No, it doesn't. So I said, look, it says, uh, he said, I've had stuff on my statuses and I'll let you respond. Yeah, even if your point did not necessarily relate to the topic at hand. And I'm like, okay, okay, so let's talk about your page. First of all, your page is nothing but arguments. Second of all, I don't come on your page because it's nothing but arguments. The one time I came on there, motherfuckers started going in, I made a bunch of jokes and left. Specifically being sarcastic and trying to defuse the situation because I'm like, fuck y'all. I'm not trying to get into a serious debate with y'all. That's right. You know, this is a waste of fucking time. Yep. So, so you know, that was that was the other thing. The second thing is, if he would have told me, hey, uh, you can't say something. Like, this this is too far. I just would have left. No, there's no discussion to be had. You don't want me here. Why would I want to be here? That's right. And he says, and my comments led to being lectured? Give me a break. If anything, I was having a friendly discussion. Now, a fucking friendly discussion? This, Word. This is the passive-aggressive bullshit that I'm talking about. So wait, it's a friendly discussion now, right? You're being an asshole to my fucking aunt, but but it's a friendly discussion. I it didn't no what we were having before you showed up was friendly. Yes. Everybody just getting along and discussing things in a in a nice way. Then yes. you come in and and try to be passive aggressive and lead it to you know to some oh, negative that's stuff. That's right. You start off with call me a skeptic. What well, no? Don't call you shit. Get the fuck out of the thread. <laughs> no, um, he says it's not my fault. That people can't respond logically to my arguments and then resort to name calling and insults. Again, she I never, didn't see any of this. No, she never said that. My comments led to condescension and lectures about how Vic is the reason the Falcons are now excited. Give me a break. And now that is selective because and he's trying to change the argument into me to argue about my Vic. Yeah. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to get me to turn it to, yeah, dog, um, you know what? Yeah, you know what, you're right. See, Mike Vick was that. No, we're not talking about Mike Vick. You want to talk about Mike Vick now because I called you out on your fucking bullshit. You yeah. were wrong. Where is your motherfucking etiquette? Yeah, what's your internetiquette? Whatever the fuck. <laughs> internetiquette. Learn to be a civil person. Yeah. I said, this is like, 
if you see somebody at a funeral mourning their mom, you don't walk over and tell them like, yeah, your mama, uh, she was alright. You don't do that because she it's just was like, straight, right? And then this is my motherfucking aunt. Yeah. Like I will beat your ass over my aunt. This is not. This is more than just a fucking internet. This isn't yeah. just Twitter where I don't know these people and shit. Yeah. Even then, I wouldn't be threatening to hurt somebody. But still, this is my motherfucking aunt. This is my family. I'm telling you, it's sensitive. I'm telling you to let it go. Yeah. She cares a lot about this subject. You just want to argue. You turn. Yes. I watch you. This is what you do. You argue all the fucking time. Like this is not what I do. Nope. I don't just start arguments on my page. Go look at my fucking page. It's not a bunch of arguments and debates. I don't give a fuck about that. It's it's it's. These are my quote unquote friends. I pick you, motherfucker. You not the other way around. I know it's so. We have to mutually agree to be friends. Did someone forget? <laughs> yep. So I said yes. It was too much. And he said, and then I said, look, I didn't like the direction it was going. That's my aunt. And the entire topic was becoming about other stuff that you wanted to talk about. Yes. I don't want that on my page. I answered you as politely as I could and I let it go. My aunt came in expressing her exuberance for Vic. And to be honest, I'd like for it to end there. I don't want to see you and my aunt arguing. If you can't understand, then I don't know what else to say. I love my aunt Robin. And I'm not going to see a thread about positivity become a debate over Mike Vick's past crime. I know it's so. I don't. Is that, is that too far? Is there an insult in there? No. So then he said some the most bullshit thing he said all day. Quite frankly, I could care less. Nigga, you, you cared a lot. These are a lot of private messages for you to not care. Yes. Um, and he says, you cannot expect people to insult you and then cut them off. It's wrong. Like, no one insulted you, dude. What, are you listening to Drake over there? Um, <laughs> he said, plus it was hard to make sense of what your aunt was saying, so this is more slander. I understand that she is family, but at the same time... No, you don't understand if you was family, because if you understood, you would stop there. Yes. Oh, that's your family, dog. My bad. And I basically said, look... And he kept talking about Mike Vick more, like his stats and stuff. I'm like, no, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I said, you simply lack understanding or consideration for family. It's okay. And he says, it's clear that you don't understand how a proper debate works. We're not debating. What about <laughs> we're not debating? Don't he understand? You get the fuck off my page and leave my aunt alone. Period. That's what I nicely told your ass. But you seem not to get the fucking punt. I don't have to be your friend. It's like he saw a couple of people sitting around at a cookout talking about the weather. And he walked over and punched one in the face. And then we stomped him out. And then he goes, you don't understand how a fight works. Like, no, nigga. We was trying to have a conversation. We wasn't over here fighting. Um, it says, according to you, I suppose people should only say what they what you want them to say and not what is on their mind. Now, it's my page, so yes, that is absolutely true. Uh, you get to say what I want you to say on my page, or I delete that shit. Um, by the way, when a family member is wrong, they are wrong, period. Your aunt acts like Big is the second coming of Christ when he isn't. Okay. I don't think my aunt was wrong. How about that, motherfucker? Number two, I'm not trying to argue with that. I said, I said, Nick, I'm not fostering an environment for debate on my Facebook with my fucking aunt, G off. Everything isn't a debate. Grow up. I know it's so. He's like telling me to grow up after you were the one that allowed comments to be deleted. Like, yes, because that's what adults do. Grown-ups come in and say, I shouldn't say that. You shouldn't say that. Grown-ups aren't about being impulsive. It's about acting uh, mature. It's about what you don't do. Yeah. If I wasn't grown up, I would have got drunk at work today. That's what fucking kids do. Ha, ha, ha. Adults say, I would drink the liquor on my podcast when I'm talking about your dumb ass. Uh, so I basically told them, look, you're missing the entire point. And your lust to argue and debate constantly, you're addicted to it, and you need help. 
Everything isn't a debate. We're just talking about a story of redemption you foolishly sought to divert the attention to something negative. My Facebook page isn't about your freedom of speech, freedom of speech, or right to engage my aunt in back and forth argument. I won't have it. I never said she was wrong or right. It just wasn't the place for that type of discussion. But clearly, this is what you wanted it to be. You're a negative person. I don't care for you on my Facebook timeline or my page anymore. I've unfriended you. I asked, and then Vic is the mutual friend we have. I said, I asked Vic about this shit a while back. And I see my initial feelings were correct. You're just an argumentative douchebag. And in the future, I hope to learn you learn from your mistakes, but do it far away from my page. And then V goes on like, oh, you deleted my shit. He's still bitching about me deleting this shit. Wow. I'm just questioning whether or not it was deserved because personally, I don't think it's right to celebrate something that someone didn't deserve. Then you didn't say that right away. You tried to be passive aggressive and slide that in eventually by being more and more argumentative. And I said, look, I don't care. It's not that type of party. You're a negative person. For my dealings I've had with you in the past, my goal isn't to hurt you. We were never friends in the first place. But the fact that you're so myopic that you can't understand that I don't want you arguing with my aunt on my page tells me you are an asshole. Yes, it does. There's a time and place for debate. This wasn't like the Rush Limbaugh topic where we were asked to share our opinions. This is just you coming into a celebration of American redemption and trying to derail it. You're not smart enough to do it without me noticing. I saw what you attempted from the very first post and it grew more and more blatant until my aunt responded. You've been trying to turn this into a debate about Vic's past crimes and the, the entire time. It's my fault for even giving you the benefit of the doubt in the first place. As you politely to leave it alone and you couldn't even my aunt's comments weren't an insult to you, but you took it that way so you could continue to debate. I don't want that on my page. If you can't understand it, it says more about your lack of comprehension and compassion than anything else. Yes, it does. And I said, and I didn't have to ask anyone else to back off. Everyone else got it. The problem is you. You have a problem internally. You couldn't help yourself. So sad. And he says, oh, he talks about the past crimes. That he served time for that. And he says, I just didn't think the contract was justified. All this shit. I said, I saw your comments would lead. I was right. Like I told Vic, every, either you're oblivious or you're malicious. Either way, it's not worth the effort. And he says, I'm not clueless. Nigga, you clueless. If you, yeah. Right. If you're not clueless, then you're just, you're, then you're evil. So I said, this isn't about, he tries to turn it back into an argument over the Falcons. I said, it's not about the Falcons or Vic. You missed everything, clearly. And he says, enlighten me. And I said, No. <laughs> Enlighten him. If he didn't get it from these other fucking 25 posts, he ain't gonna get it. Right, this is going on too long. This is a long-ass thread. I'm trying to save your ass, not the other way around. I said, I think you know exactly what I mean, and you just get off on going back and forth, and none of these private messages are about Mike Vick, and you know it. He says, not directly. I was upset that my point of view wasn't being heard, or you allow others to be heard. And I was like, fuck that. I gave you the opportunity to defend yourself. Only once did I delete a comment, and you and if you didn't want me arguing with your family on your page, I would walk away without a word because I can respect family obligations. Yeah. Like, who the fuck is that much of an asshole? I have to argue with your mom, but I have to. You know, like, no, you don't get to. No, fuck that. I have to. Put your mom on the phone. Like, motherfucker, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to get your ass whooped. And I said, and I can see both of your points. And knowing you and her, it just would not end well. No, it would and not. And you're, you're welcome, by the way. Because the way it was going to end was probably with me coming to find your ass, right? So, um, he says, all right. I, I realized that I was total. Hey, this is like the next day. I re, all right, all right. I realized that I was a total and complete douche today. I understand you didn't want your aunt to be in an argument and that I should have stepped away. 
when you request it. Whether or not you accept this apology is your choice, but I sincerely apologize for my antics today. They were completely unwarranted and unjustified. I should add that in time, I hope you can forgive me for what I've said. I got carried away and I shouldn't have. And you know what? I accepted his apology. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And I, I friended him again. And, I, and this took a lot out of me because I was fucking mad, to be honest with yes. you. Yes. Because this is my personal time that you fucking took out of my day to argue with me about why you should be able to argue with my aunt. And I thought it was very fucking silly and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And his netiquette was just not appropriate. Netiquette. But you know why I gave him a second chance? Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in a second. Okay. This other motherfucker was fucking up too. And Uh he deleted his comments from the page. But uh, I forget, it's like purple and orange or something on Twitter. So he was talking about um, Bo. I saw Bo. You know, Bo Monty Jones, he keeps a running column searching for his name on Twitter. Yes. Okay? And, um, you know, because Bo does public appearances. Bo's on ESPN constantly. He has a radio show. Um, And it's fun to fuck with haters. So whenever somebody's hating every once in a while, he'll hit them up and be like, retweet that shit and then say something funny about it. Yes. It's it's hilarious. Yes, it is. And so this dude, Purple and Orange, he follows Bo and he follows me. And typically, I don't follow back people that follow Bo and follow me uh, if those are the only people we have in common because normally they're just doing that because it's like, Ryan calls the show. That's right. And I'm like, you don't even know me. I don't even, I hold back on that. Nigga, 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 nigga. So... (laughs) Unedited version. <laughs> so, for those of you listening for the first time, this is really the ride shot. Yeah, exactly. So, like, <laughs> booty pics and both jokes. What is this? No. There's a lot of ass on that woman. This um, is not on, we don't talk about those things in the Money Jones. Right. So, um, all right. So, this dude, and he deleted all his comments off our Facebook page, but he, he went on Twitter and he, he tagged me to something and he goes, See, your boy, your boy Bomani. Is, is one of them people that he's, I guess he's lame because he searches for his name on Twitter. Unbeknownst to him, I saw when he talked about Bo being sensitive, oh. and he tried not to he tried not to at Bo, and Bo found him trying to be slick. Yeah, and and he and he retweeted and it said blocked. Yes, which I find hilarious. I do too. Bo does that all the time. It is right. very funny. It's fucking hilarious to me. Um, because here you are trying to be slick, right? Mm-hmm. So he comes on my timeline, knowing that Bo searches for his name. Yes. So he will see this tweet. That's right. Right? Um, and says that Bo is lame and he's just like Chip Fu and there's a big difference between him and Chip Fu. Uh, I don't follow Chip Fu. No. I just mentioned this nigga by accident one day and he... Uh, he didn't even say anything negative. I wasn't hating. Mm-hmm. He just came in and was trying to be relevant. And I thought that was lame because he hasn't been relevant in 20 years. <laughs> so, like, what the fuck? Why are you still searching for your name on now, Twitter? I don't even know who Chip Fu is. Right. You don't even know who Chip Fu is. No. Right. So, so it was one of those things. I wasn't hating. It didn't turn into an argument. He didn't block me because I wasn't following him because he's not relevant. <laughs> I got more followers than Chip Fu, which is sad because I've never been famous. No, you know, but um, <laughs> but whatever. I don't care. It wasn't like it was just like I said. It was just kind of lame, right? Uh, they just searching for someone to be talking about him. Mm-hmm. Whereas, um, you know, with Bo, he's joking on these haters, which I'm always game for. <laughs> I don't know if you've met me. Hello, my name is Rod. I love fucking with haters. Period. So I, I basically said, okay, yeah, I gotta block you too. Mm-hmm. And. He ran to our Facebook page because it's public. Anybody can leave a comment. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, man, I was a fan of yours. You blocked me, man. You know you was wrong for that. And I'm like, dog, if both searches for his name, he going to see what you said to me. The fuck am I supposed to say to you? 
Oh, I agree totally. He's a jackass. No. Right. Bo is my real friend in real Lies. fucking life. That's right. He's been in my house. I have his phone number. We we can kick it. We all, we're friends. We boys. Now, how you gonna just talk about my boy to me because he blocked you? What kind of sensitive ass shit is that? That's right. Don't be so sensitive, dog. Like, you got blocked trying to be slick. Mm-hmm. I saw the shit. It just, it was funny to me, and I still, you know what? At that point, at that moment, I contemplated for a second. Should I block this dude too? Because Bo blocked him, and I guess if Bo blocked him, he's probably just a troublemaker. But I said, no, this shit ain't got nothing to do with me. Okay. It's Bo's business, who he blocks. That dude could be cool with me and not cool with Bo. Okay. Okay? I don't know. I don't fuck with that dude like that, but whatever. He hasn't said anything to me, fucked up, so I didn't block him. Okay. Um, Then, of course, this shit happens a few days later, and I'm like, God damn it, I should have blocked him. Right? Like, you're going to drag me. How you going to use me against Bo? That's right. You know, this is the dude who tried to date the girl's best friend who just broke up with him. I'm like, nigga, just chill. Yes. I don't, I'm not trying to That's be you. That's too used. much going on. That's right. You know? Like, you just want him to see your name in my timeline so he could be like, the fuck? So, um, you know, basically I was like, look, I called him out on it. And you know what? He apologized. And he said if I wanted to take the tweets off the wall, I could. And I said, no, I'm going to use this shit. This will be talked about on the show. <laughs> so I guess he went back and deleted the tweets himself. Oh, which is fine. Fuck it. You you want to delete it? You know, you like a coward. You don't want to stand up to what you said. That's right. What you said. You shouldn't be ashamed. This is a learning moment. Why? Because I forgave you. And you know what? I found that dude on Twitter mm-hmm. and I unblocked him. And you know why I did that, Karen? Why? The same reason that I befriended G off again. Because initially, if you remember, all this shit started. Because I was celebrating Mike Vick's second chance. Oh, okay. And I'm giving these motherfuckers a second chance, too. Mike Vick learned that he couldn't be an asshole. Let's see if y'all are better than Mike Vick. Let's oh, find out. I really do. I hope that you don't waste my time with me. Honestly. That's from the bottom of my heart. It took a lot to forgive y'all because it's very easy to just block somebody and not give a fuck. Honestly. And keep it pushing. It's very easy to just be like, oh, you don't get a chance to explain yourself peace. Shit, I wish I could do that in real life. I would block a lot of people. Block, 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 nigga, block. Don't you see the block sign? Right. You is blocked. What you over here for? So, yeah, I forgave this dude. And to be honest, I, I, I was not going to. I only did it because in that split second, I thought about my bitch. And I thought about all the articles, you know, that you read and the comments below them. Yes, which can be very harsh. You know, when people, the Falcons are glad to be rid of him. Matt Flynn is a much better quarterback. Hey, dumbass motherfucker. It's Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Oh, Matt. I'm looking at Matt Flynn. I've never heard of this dude. Yeah. I just had my finished football draft and he was nowhere on the I mean, it, and of course, our, our, our comments are typically by the, the dumbest people, you know. Yeah. But like somebody goes, when God for you, who cares, who against you, there's a little parable in the Bible, like goes something like this, weapon may form, but they won't prosper. All you haters keep hating from ATL, go Vic, go Vic, go Vic. And somebody comes in and basically says, you wouldn't be able to understand the numbers and the reasoning. You know, wow. like it's just, you know, it's just people talking shit, man, you know. Only in America where you can go to prison, get out, play some football, land a six, a six-year, one hundred million dollars deal. I hate medical school now. So this dude's hating because he didn't have. Nigga, get quicker and faster. Yeah. Um. Just you know, just people coming in to say that um, they can't understand how to separate professional and, and personal. You know. I mean, it ain't the same. It's 
says he shouldn't even be allowed at a game, much less play. What is this world coming to? You know, wow. you, you see shit and, like that. And it pisses you off because everybody, I don't care who you are, at some point in your life, you have fucked up. Be it you disappointed your parents, be it you disappointed a friend, you have done something fucked up in your life. And somebody had to forgive your ass. And that's kind of what I wanted to, to say was just like, when I see these people with this hate in their heart, part of me is wanting them to learn to forget. Yes. And if I can't do it on something as small as my Facebook page, how the fuck can I expect anybody else to do it? So yeah, I forgave both these dudes, and as far as I'm concerned, slate starts over. No matter what was said, shit is like it's brand new. But yeah, if you do it again, I haven't forgotten, and your ass gets kicked into the oblivion. Oh yeah, period. Anyway, white people love surveying damage, Karen. <laughs> what is it about white people and surveying damage? Like a hurricane came through, and white people be like, oh, let's get in the car and go check it out. I'll be surveying shit. Let's see what power lines are down. I just stay in the house waiting for the power to come back on. Yeah, we are out here with the white folks, yes. Like, they, their sense of adventure is so much better than that. Like, when we got a tornado a while ago. No. Yeah, we got a tornado a while back and trees fell on the streets and mm. shit. I remember people like, hey man, let's go walk around and see the trees. Like, why? Walk around? Why would you do that? Wow. <laughs> trees have fallen. And not only that, do you know criminals take advantage of shit like this? No, stay your ass at home in the house. There was only like one death in North Carolina and it was because some dude went out walking during the fucking tornado. Yes. And yes. a tree fell on him and I was like, oh, guess the race. Yes, your ass should have been in the house. Crazy man, I, I mean, I don't know. I love these white people and stuff, but it's crazy, man. Um, and, and the other thing too, man, like, for, to me, a natural disaster is like a fantasy football auto draft. Oh, uh, you know, you let the shit do its work, yes, and then you just log in and check the results later. <laughs> yes, we like, don't need to be out there getting the live updates on how the trees is falling in my neighborhood. I'll take your word for it, yes. news man. When I got to go to work in a couple of days and the power's on, then also go, oh, okay, there's a tree down. Oh, apparently there was a tree here, and guess what? They, they already saw that they half happened moving. That's right. I ain't got to see it firsthand. I look at you on my TV in the rain getting beat up. I think that's hilarious. I feel bad for them. For the people who like the news broadcasting and shit, they be out there in the worst weather. I remember one time it like ice or something here, mm-hmm. and I was debating on whether or not I was going to work. That weatherman was out there, and the weather van was slipping and sliding, and he was slipping and sliding. I said, no, nigga, that's enough. I said, my ass here. <laughs> you you doing the damage for me. So you know what a flash mob is? A flash mob? Yeah. You never heard of a flash mob? I think I had. Ain't that that stuff over there in um England? <laughs> no. Those are rioters. Oh, okay. A flash mob. <laughs> a flash mob is when people, like, coordinate on the internet to meet up and do some activity together, right? We're all going to meet in Times Square, and we're going to do the uh, Dougie. And we're going to do it at 6.15 um, a.m. And then somebody normally comes out there and films everybody doing it. It happens a lot. No, I A mean, lot of dances, things like that. At one point, there was Flash Robs going in Chicago where uh, people meet up. Niggas? They meet up, and they all bum rush the store. No mask, no nothing. <gasps> And steal everything, and uh, that's called a flash rob. In Philadelphia, they do it too now. And uh, they actually have, like, strict curfews and shit going on now because it was happening so much. Wow. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, how come there's no flash mobs for positive shit? Wow. You know what I mean? Like, why isn't there a flash mob of, like, 
building a house for somebody who's home. Oh, why ain't they a flash mob of teaching children how to read? Why ain't they a flash right. mob of, of, of teaching Billy timetables? That's what I'm saying. Like, why don't we have positive flash mobs? Like, everybody meet down at the YMCA and take one of the orphans and teach his ass how to read. Yeah. That'd be a great flash mob. Can we do a positive flash mob? You know, let's do a flash mob habitat for humanity. Yes. Everybody just walks out to some place. We all meet up and we build a house together. Surprise habitat for humanity. You know? Just a flash mob of good shit, man. I, 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 I would like that. How about flash mob pick up trash on the streets? Yeah. You know, you go to some highway or something, everybody's littering. And we just flash mob meet out there and everybody start recycling shit. And we need positive flash mobs in this yeah, world. Yeah, because that sounds like, you know, that don't always end well. It doesn't. Speaking of not always ending well, mm-hmm. this lady that I uh, see all the time, Ken, mm-hmm. a couple times a week, she works in the Wendy's drive Okay. Now, this is the same lady that fucked up my order and... Ah! Charged me twice one time when I told her I had paid already. Yeah. I go to the second window. She made them give me my get my car back and run it again. Right. And then the next day they told me, "Oh, we think we fucked the order up." I'm like, "I know, y'all double charged." She's like, "Well, next time you come, we give you something free." Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And then what they give me for free? A messed up sandwich. A chicken sandwich with tartar sauce on it. Oh. Right. Right, Ken. Exactly. So, I don't know who a cheese... Like, I don't even know who ordered that. Yes. What? There's no white person that eats tartar sauce and cheese no, on chicken. it's either one or the other side. Yeah. Um, so, basically, her birthday was, like, this last week or this week. Okay. And she asked me, like, Monday, like, Hey, my birthday tomorrow, you gonna bring me something? And I was like, what? No. Like, I, I was like, I must have misunderstood this chick. Um, what? And she's like, yeah, my birthday is tomorrow. You gonna bring me some donuts or something? I just didn't, I just looked at her like, no, like, you fucked up my order. Ah, how does ah, that work? How do you get to ah, not, ah, you, how do you get to not be good at your job, and then you demand shit from me? That's not how it should work. How, why would I fucking care? Right. I, I mean, you're just doing your job. We don't, we don't call each other after work and hang out. No. You know, so I was just like, you know, do your job better. And, uh, and of course I won't get you shit. No, no, no. one does that. And on top of that, I, and there's nothing wrong with birthdays and celebrating your birthday and having a time of your life. But people, most people don't give a shit about your birthday. I'm, I'm sorry to bust your bubble. Right. Most people don't. Speaking of birthdays and having time of your life, mm-hmm. I was watching some pornography the other day. Ooh, was they yeah. having a birthday party? A sexual birthday party? Well, the girl had just turned 18, but... Uh, All right. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, she was barely legal, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, a couple hours earlier, we'd all be in prison yeah, right now. Yes, sir. Um, but it seemed like she was ready. Her body was calling, you know, so she was ready, ah, ah, ah. ready for some 12 play. Um, but, uh, yeah, so basically, it was Bang Bros. And everybody knows Bang Bros. If you're a red-blooded American, you have seen some Bang Bros videos. Yes, they're not my particular favorite. They are 40 minutes long. To an hour sometimes. Yes. And somebody needs to tell the Bang Bros cameraman, director, whatever he is. Don't nobody want to talk to these chicks, man. No, that's why that shit is fucking boring. Fuck, fuck, don't talk, fuck. 
Like, nobody's fantasy is, I would love to talk to this chick for 30 minutes. No. And it's never, like, talk to him for, like, a minute. You know, what's your name? Where you from? Oh, them some titties, huh? There's no, never that. It's always, the like... action. Yeah, it's always, like, him trying to, like, impress her with comedy or something. And yes. And, and she got a fake laugh the entire time. Yeah, and some and dude looming up, up in the background. I, I, I do Bang Road like I do Michael Bay. Let's just get to the shit blowing up. Right. I, I don't care about the stuff in between. Right. And, like, if... if, if it's nothing hot about it. It's not a turn on. Like, no, it's not. Men watch porn to get away from women that talk. Okay. <laughs> you get enough of the. You get enough talking from the person you're fucking already. <laughs> this is not your fantasy. If I want to hear about your dad work or what the traffic was like, I, I just ask my wife, "Hey, where's the ketchup?" And she would tell me that shit anyway, yes, even though I didn't ask. Yes, I would, and tell you how I wanted to go pick it up and bought it from the store. How much it cost? So, uh, so, like, if I, if I skip, like, even when I watch porno, I skip certain positions with certain women because I don't want to see that position. True. Like, if she don't got a big ass, uh, maybe I don't care about the dog style. Like, yeah. uh, let's let's switch that up. Let's get back on the titties, you know? Like, uh, 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 and vice versa and whatnot. Yeah, you know, certain, certain things, things I like, too. That's right. Like, you know, she's sitting up there uh, sucking his dick like it's, you know, like it's got some kind of fungus on it. Then, no, I'd skip that. No. She's not into that. No. You know, I'm into women that's into what they doing. Yes. So yes, if I'm not... Like other dudes that do the butt, the butt cheek of the man, I ain't into that. Yeah, I'm not either. into seeing the dude's butthole. So, like, if, uh, if I'm if I'm going to fast forward past that, why the fuck would I want to see her talking? Yeah. That's even less of what I want to see. <laughs> like, it's so and, and I talk a lot, too, but I'm like, bitch, be quiet. Like, is that, is that any dude's fetish? No, is that like, any is just, woman's fetish? Like, is there, yeah, is there any person, is there somebody over in the world that just jacked off to the talking? Yes. When and, she's fully yes. clothed? And, and even people that uh, watch um, pornos with gays and lesbians, you, you want to see the sex too. You don't Like, yeah, like, I'm just stuff. saying, but like, is there anybody who's like, when she gets in the, the van, and she's like, oh, it's so hot out there anyway, you know, I was just walking across the street, you know. Hey, where you coming from? Oh, I was coming from the flea mall. Oh, oh really? Where you buy out there? Oh, you know, just looking for stuff. Is there some dude out there that's jacking him? Like, yeah, yeah, what you buy at the flea mall? Oh, my God. Oh, what's in the bag? What's in the bag? Like, like, who, like who is that dude? Like, oh, let's talk about your flight down to Miami. Oh, oh. Like, there's no dude jacking off to that, man. Stop it. No, I hope not. That dude got issues. Plus, his questions, his interviewing skills are terrible. Like, yes. The questions we asked Sarah J, those are good questions. The questions he asked are like a 10 year old who just saw his first girl naked. Ah, ah. It's like, oh, so, so you got boobies, huh? What's up with that? Mm-hmm. How long you had those things? Like, dude, shut up. Shut, she will pull them out if you shut the fuck up. Yes. It's like that one dude where you and your boy are hanging out with a couple chicks, and if he would just shut the fuck up, you could get out of there with that chick and go home. Ah. And he just keeps raising his hand to ask more dumbass questions. I, I absolutely hate the first half of every bang balls for oh, bang balls. That's why I skipped them shit. I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah, fast forward, man. And my last random thought: you know, how on Twitter they have team follow back. Mm-hmm. Anytime I see somebody with team follow back in there. You know, mm-hmm. in their profile, mm-hmm. when it says you've been followed by so and so, what what do you do? I don't follow their asses back. I never follow them back. No. I don't give a fuck who it is. No, you don't get a follow. Mm-mm. Well, I was thinking, like, you know how we hate the police? Mm-hmm. If you think about it, it's because they are team follow blacks. Ha ha ha! 
They always following us. Every time you hear your review, it's like, God damn, police again. <laughs> Team follow black. Whoop, whoop. Like every time. So I, I think <laughs> that's why I hate the police. Even if they ain't following you, I just think they following you. Yeah, that's why I hate the police, because they team follow blacks. All right, we got articles and shit, Karen. Let's do this, son. Let's do this. Well, we talk about this every week. Yes, we do, son. Why would this show be any different? Sword welding bicyclist. Uh-oh. That's right, Karen. We got a two for one. They're on all kinds of... There are all, all kinds of forms of transportation now. It's not just cars. And not just walking. Not just walking. Now they on bikes. Ah, we two in it. I know how this ends. I've seen, uh, what was, what, was, what was that, Tequila Sunrise or some shit? Black Rain? Ah. The movie with the ninjas on fucking motorcycle. Anyway. <laughs> uh, he threatens to cut Santa Clara pedestrian in half. Uh-oh. That's West Coast, ain't it? Now, of course, MercuryNews.com has jokes. Uh-oh. And they start off, any way you slice it. <laughs> I like this. This is an unusual reaction. And I don't like it. Stop joking about fucking swords. You don't joke when somebody tries to kill somebody with a gun. No, you don't. You don't start off with shooting from the hip. Uh, <laughs> no, because you, you respect guns and you realize how fucking stupid that is. Um, a Santa Clara man riding his bike didn't recognize a pedestrian walking in his neighborhood, so he whipped out a sword and threatened to cut him in half. So he didn't recognize the dude, and he threatened to cut him in half with a sword. Wow. Uh, Santa Clara police said they booked 52-year-old Richard Gonzalez into county jail on felony charges of assault with a deadly weapon and criminal threats after they received a rather odd 911 call at 2 a.m. on Saturday. Wow. That's right, Karen. Ratchetness in the middle at the midnight. Yes, it is. It's like the gremlins. When officers arrived in the residential area of the 2000 block of Jackson Court, Near City Hall, a man told investigators a bicyclist had threatened him with a saber sword, uh, said Lieutenant Matt Hogan. Oh, saber is known for its long curved blade and its use of and its use for fencing and during military ceremonies. And as officers were interviewing the victim who was not hurt, he told Gonzalez he, he told him Gonzalez had threatened to cut him in half. Uh, and he was 52, so yeah, old man strip. So, you know, he could have cut him in half. Woo, yes, sir. Uh, they recovered the sword and arrested Hogan. The victim was simply walking down the street, Hogan said. The suspect made some threatening comment and armed himself with this rather large sword. <laughs> wow. It appears to be an unprovoked random act. Well, aren't all the sword attacks we've read about unprovoked and ah, random? Yes, they are. Is there even another way to use the sword? Nope. I think it just comes with, that comes on the receipt. Please use this in an unprovoked random attack. Thank you for shopping at Sword Mart. We'll see sword you next Trust. week. Yeah, see you next week after you've committed a couple crimes. Yes, sir. We're very pleased the officers were then uh, hurriedly, at, were there hurriedly, and there were no injuries. I swear, when people buy swords, they must have to turn in their mental medication. Ah! It's like, yeah, that sword is going to be uh, $20 plus all... Of your Xanax. Xanax. Thank you. Give it to Somebody sent us this. Mm-hmm. Andre did. He says, uh, cohabitation is illegal in Florida. What is cohabitation, Karen? That's what I'm about to ask you. Well, this may come as a surprise to you, Miss Karen, but it is still illegal in Florida to live together as a man and wife when you are not married. That's what they're going to do? Go to door to door? More surprising than that. Because there's always, you hear about these states and there's these archaic laws on the book like sodomy 
you know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they normally use sodomy in cases of like sexual assault. Yes. But sometimes they use sodomy in cases of like two gay dudes having sex. Yes. So, and they'll charge somebody with sodomy, like, damn, really? What was, he got raped? It's like, no, they was sucking each other's dick in the park, so sodomy. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's how they say it when it's two gay dudes. They go, sodomy. Uh, more surprising is that in the last 12 months, 104 people have been charged with this misdemeanor. One state lawmaker thinks the statute has outlived its purpose. Yes. Think of the year 1868. Then, when it became illegal to... That's when it became illegal to live in sin in Florida. Oh, I remember 1868 finally, Karen. I don't, damn it. Oh, the slaves were... I about to say, you must have been getting your ass whooped back in that day. Well, it was a good year for the slaves. It was a cool summer, so... Work wasn't as tough. No, thank you. I don't know nothing about that. You know, just cool enough where the cotton is plump and ripe for the picking. Ah! But the whip doesn't sting nearly as much as a hot summer's eve. Um, ah, ah. That's when it became illegal to live in Santa Florida. The law is still on the books, which was a surprise to Abby, who moved in with her boyfriend two months ago after being together for a year. Abby doesn't want us to tell you her last name because she doesn't want to be arrested. We've been together for a while, and financially it was better, and we loved each other. Then we posed the question to these uh, artists at the senior center who... Who knows, someone living as a man and wife without being married. Three of the nine hands went up. Sandy DeLopez says her 60-year-old brother-in-law is living with a divorcee. They've been living that way for 10 years now, and and they're very happy. And they're in their early 60s. So basically, it's people who claim to be man and wife, but they're not actually man and wife. That's, That's illegal. You can't call yourself my husband, my wife. Unless you had the paperwork in Florida. Oh, so Florida doesn't have that common law marriage type of thing? I guess not. Either way. Oh, Florida. Um, toilet break lands Gerard man in jail. Uh-oh. So I had a toilet break, Karen. A Gerard man broke into his ex-wife's home, threw her photo ID cards into the toilet, and took shit on them. Oh, okay. Why? Well, sometimes you just got to take a shit, Karen. And if somebody's IDs happen to be in the toilet and you forget to flush, you know, that's what happens. Oh. You never had to shit real bad, but you needed some licenses. It's the only way I can go. Uh, the woman no, found... I use tissue, son. Tissue. Wipes better. The woman found him in the toilet, or uh, him on the toilet and called police. Nathan A. Wingerter was charged with burglary and criminal mischief. He was arraigned. At court and set the bail on $25,000. And he's still in cousin, uh, custody at the prison right now. Uh, he's 24 years old. He'd argue with his former wife. Wow, 24, you're already divorced. Damn. Wow, <laughs> when you get married, 18? Uh, he, he argued uh, with his former wife at his home on August 1st. A few hours later at 8 30 a.m., the woman saw him crawling through the backyard of her home. Uh, he climbed into the home's porch and entered the second floor window and let himself into the bathroom. He, he'd already had disconnected some of the home phone lines. Uh, wow. So I don't know what else he was going to do. That's all he, she, he did. Sounded like he was going to do more than shit on some shit. Like how irrational does an argument have to get? Well, you just were shitting on somebody's ideas. 
becomes the thing you want to do, you know? Like, how mad do you have to get? Like, I've, I've never been shit mad, you know? Ah! Like, I've never been in a situation. You make me so mad I want a shit girl! Right! Like, this, <laughs> I've never been in a situation where I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take a shit on all your stuff. I can't wait for you to leave. Like, I, I think my butthole would clench up if I was that angry. Girl, come on here and smack the shit out of me. Yeah, angry Literally. shit. Uh, angry shit just seems like a way to get a stroke. Mm, sure does. Nah, my definition of angry shit is when it don't move. Then I'm angry. Yeah, so, anyway, this dude ain't shit. No, he ain't. Uh, so this juror, who was, uh, you know, deliberating over a case, he fucked up. Uh-oh. Remember how we say Facebook is the devil? <sighs> Jonathan Hudson has learned that some things just don't go on Facebook. That's right. Namely, jury duty. That's illegal. How did he even have his fucking phone? They don't even, they, you're not even supposed to have them. And they instruct you before, too. Yes, turn them shits off. But some, some of them make you actually give them your phone every day and all that kinds of stuff. Hudson was a jury on a, Tar- a Tarrant County civil case last month when he tried to friend the defendant. <laughs> Oh, you're kidding me! <laughs> how you gonna how you gonna friend the person that's on trial though, and you the juror? Wow! So he tried to defend the he tried to friend the defendant, and then discuss the case on his Facebook page, according to court records. The woman notified her lawyer, and you know if it was a woman, you know he just wanted to see them pics. Wow. Like, yeah, girl. Go ahead and accept that so I can see them titties. Uh, in turn, uh, they told the judge, last week, Hudson, 22, pleaded guilty on four counts of contempt of court related to the matter. He was sentenced to only two days of community service, which will be chores assigned to him by the jury bailiff next month. Well, that's a slap on the wrist. Yes, that is. I'm surprised shit like that ain't jail time. Well, the district attorney's office said this is the first instance that they're aware of in which a juror used social media to contact the person involved in the ongoing case. Uh, this might be the first one where the person reported their ass. Yeah, prosecutor Chris Ponder said, I've never seen this before, but I'm afraid this is a new reality as the technology is so ubiquitous, we'll have to, we'll, we'll have to, we'll have these things, we'll, we'll have these type of things occur. So he's saying, Chris Ponder is saying there's so much social media out there. This is bound to happen. Yes, but but you and see, now he's got to go quarterback for Mike Vick. And then I mean, behind behind Donovan. Then not that. It, it eventually, uh, which states are fucking slow. They're probably gonna have laws. Like, hey, 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 hey. Unless you already have uh, communicated with this person on Facebook, you can't go friend this. Yeah, I wonder if they'll the make law. you. I wonder if they can make you unfriend people. I and that wouldn't. I think you should. I don't mean no harm because you're covering stuff, you know, you're making decisions on life and death and all that shit, come on. And doesn't it seem like, uh, you could try to get a mistrial that way? Yes. Like, hey, this dude is biased. He's fucking friended the, the defendant. <laughs> My job as a prosecutor just got way harder. He's telling uh, all kinds of shit. Um, yes. We was in there talking. It was five to two. I'm on your side. Uh, maybe he said, like. uh, think he sent a message. Yeah, like. <laughs> think he sent a message like, what's up with them titties? And I can let, I'll make sure that this is a hung jury. Speaking of hung, here's a picture of my dick. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, he wrote that he was being prosecuted for his actions. Oh, Hudson sent Downey an apology message saying he thought she was someone else. 
But she didn't believe him. No, because he's probably specifically typed her name in now. Yeah. And found her ass. And that, of all the coincidences, I thought she was someone else that was also on trial that I was deliberating on. What? And before this, I never knew your ass and didn't print your ass. Come on. Uh, he added that he didn't use names or talk about what kind of case it was on his Facebook page. I pretty much just said I was selected to be on the jury. I'm pretty upset over this, and I'm sure you guys are too. I guess you know what it feels like to be persecuted, prosecuted too. Good luck with everything. That's what he said to her. What the fuck <laughs> is wrong with this dude? This nigga he should it. go to jail. I'm sorry. He's like, speaking of prosecution, uh, this is a good, this is a, he's like, ooh, now we have something in common. This is a good pickup line. You know, hey, baby, ever been on trial? You know? Yeah, the stakes are slow, but eventually this shit will probably land somebody in jail. Like he's in handcuffs in the in the in the trial rooms. Like, hey, come here often. Hey, wanna be my friend? You no, look, no, 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 my friend on Facebook. You look familiar. You been on trial recently? Um, uh-uh. I couldn't help but notice you were crying when they was about to sentence you for drunk DUI. But uh, uh I, my friend, all the defendants. Texas recently added specific language to uh, juror instructions that banned jurors from discussing the case on social networking sites such as Facebook and Twitter, which was in the instructions given to Hudson, but he didn't give a fuck. And he only got two days of community service, so I mean, why should he give a fuck? That's right. They're going to end up making it harsher. I'd do this trial tomorrow if I... I promise you something's going to happen with a really, really big trial where some asshole's going to fuck it up and get a mistrial or some shit like that. And they're going to have laws on the book against it. Yeah. They already tell you, but nah, you're going to do that shit. You're going to serve jail time. So speaking of jail time, a 15-year-old boy is being held in juvenile detention center in Boulder County Uh-oh. for allegedly stabbing his father in a dispute over taking out the trash. What? Yeah. And this is why it's okay to throw your kids off the side of a motherfucking boat. No, it ain't. You get to their ass when they seven. No. And they won't be stabbing you at fifteen. Mark my motherfucking words. No. This dude is somebody who promised a threat one day and didn't go through with it. Nah, and now look at him, stabbed in the that. chest over trash, over trash, Karen. Nah, I agree. Yeah, he needed an ass whooping. Yes, I agree. According to police spokesman Jeff Sider. The 15-year-old was tired of being told to take out the trash, so his father took away his cell phone. Okay. The teen, according to police, then went to their shed, grabbed an axe, and tried to break down his parents' bedroom door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't get an ass with A little water wouldn't hurt him. That's all. When the father grabbed the teen in a bear hug, his son pulled out a knife and stabbed him six times in the back. Wow! He came prepared. He had an axe and a knife. The boy's mother was eventually able to disarm him because his father is a bitch. Apparently, the mom had to take the no, knife. Nigga got stabbed six times. What the, what the hell is he supposed to do? Well, he shouldn't have got stabbed once. He's a pussy, Karen. If he would have thrown I his... I see what you're saying. It's, apparently, he's a dude that loved his son too much. To, first of all, taking the cell phone is, isn't really a big-ass penalty anyway. No, that's not. But getting stabbed over taking the cell... Listen, you raise a weapon to my dad... You better be prepared to fucking die. Yeah, yeah, cause that, cause, cause one of y'all is gonna not be breathing at the end of the year. Every man with a good father knows one simple rule: your father will kill you before he lets you kill him. That's that's the main number one rule. That is the prime directive. That's why that man had to throw his kid in the water that day. This is this is the shit that happens when you think. No, I can take this motherfucker. 
And it only takes a second to think that, and now you stabbed six times. And your wife is the one taking the knife from his little ass, because he's tired from stabbing you. Um, the 15-year-old chases, uh, faces charges of felony menacing, first-degree assault, reckless endangerment, and criminal mischief. <laughs> mischief. Mm-hmm. Mischief, my ass. <laughs> He's just being mischievous, Ken. He's like a trick-or-treater. Um, trick-or-treat this. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, man, people get stabby sometimes. You just gotta hope you're not in the way of the stabbing, you know? Sometimes it's just like, hey, son. Nah, nah, nah. That then when that little boy was younger, instead of his daddy whooping his ass, he went and treated him. Well, you don't always know that you're raising crocodile Dundee. You don't know he's gonna. That's not a knife. And then fucking stab. This is a knife. Get a little stabby on that ass. Uh, let's check out this article. City police say Elaine Weimer gave her eight-year-old granddaughter two of these Walmart bags. Stuffed them full of merchandise she planned to steal. And on the way out, when security stopped them, police say Weimer told them she had no idea who the little girl was. Walked out of the store, got in her car, and left. Damn! In South Union Township, Fayette County, Wednesday morning, when police say 50-year-old Elaine Weimer used her granddaughter to shoplift for her. But security got in the way of her plan as they were walking out of the store. According to the police report, Weimer told security she didn't know the girl. Security took the girl to their office, and her grandmother walked away. She compounded the retail. You know, some grandmas spoil kids by giving them candy. Wow! Some turn them into shoplifters, Karen. Are you more surprised that she made her grandbaby shoplift or that she left her at the Walmart? She left her. Alright. I'm charged uh, by leaving the child at the location uh, that she's now facing additional criminal charges. Police say Weimer used her granddaughter to try stealing new clothes, a toothbrush, teeth whitening strips, and anti-aging cream worth about $150. After she left the parking lot, security called the girl's mother to come get her. Police say the girl identified her grandmother in surveillance videos, stuffing things like a Jeff Gordon hat and hair products into her granddaughter's bags. They arrested Weimer in Connellsville soon after. She's currently incarcerated. Uh, with a $25,000 percentage bond awaiting a preliminary hearing. Uh, she's facing retail theft charges and endangering the welfare of children. And Weimer will face a judge on those charges next Wednesday. And in all fairness, she could use all those products. She needs some teeth whitening, some new clothes, uh, some toothpaste, and some anti-aging cream. Look at that bitch. Yeah, she did look bad. She needed the help. You know, I can understand, kind of. Wow. That's right, Karen. This is how it is in these streets, Karen. Sometimes you need your kids to understand. Like this dude who's going to be a father of the year. A Brevard County man is facing charges that he brutally beat a teenager, and it was caught on video. It's extremely graphic, we have to warn you. The man you see in the video is 35-year-old Gary Dalton oh, Jr. Investigators tell Local 6... He was the referee for a fight between his son and another boy. Johnson is then seen in the video. So wait, how are you going to be the referee for the fight? Like, is this a WWE fight? Because how the referee going to jump in the middle of the fucking fight? Wow. That ain't no rules I ever heard of. No. I ain't never seen that shit happen during a sanctioned MMA match. Me either. And he was powering over this kid. Yes. 
it's clear who's like this kid. Like you think fifteen year Like sometimes you see a fifteen year old kid, and you're like, damn, that's a grown yeah. man. We're not talking Michael Orr from the blind side. Here. No, we're talking about a skinny looking. Yeah, we're talking about some skinny looking motherfucker. And of course, the last two stories are by white people. Just in case y'all wondering, guess the race. White people are 0 2 so far today. Touching the teenager repeatedly, Lewis told Miss Paul Bay he spoke with neighbors about the fight. They're shocked by what they see in this video. And there ain't nobody else stopping and saying they just want to beat the hell out of him. It's the dad, and it seems like he's around a bunch of kids. Um, and his son got in a fight, lost the fight, so the dad decided it was time to take it to the streets, a little street justice, if you will. But there's a part where they show him, punch the kid, knock him under, push him down on the ground, hit him in the head several times, then the video skips forward and the kid's standing up again, and he knocks his ass out again. Like, how long did this ass over take? A hot minute. 35-year-old Gary Johnson's son had just bailed out of the prearranged fight with the 16-year-old victim. The victim then gets in Johnson's face and Johnson throws the first of many punches. When the teenager tries to fight back, Johnson shoves him to the ground and continues the attack, punching him in the face over and over. It's pretty sad, pretty sick. Johnson's neighbors have seen the video and can't believe it. I think somebody needs some help, maybe. Uh, that's the wrong way to solve a problem. And it's unfortunate, especially for Well, to be honest, that is the right way to solve that problem. I'm not I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying I would do it. No. But I got a feeling that problem ended that day. That sixteen year old would not be coming around the house yeah. no Easy more. more. What's even more unfortunate is it doesn't stop there. While the teenager is still on the ground, Johnson then kicks him in the face of oh! he chose not to show. Face the dog didn't know the whole thing was being recorded and initially told Palm Bay police the 16-year-old provoked and attacked him. Even though the juvenile's up in his face, he as the adult has to be the bigger man here and be the adult and act like the adult and not allow that to take place in the first place. After the kick to the face, the 16-year-old makes it to his feet only to have Johnson punch him again. Neighbors are still alarmed. Like he's at a bar defending himself. He's down on the ground. It's just, I don't know, brought tears to my eyes. I don't he must have kicked the hell out of him. Now, I will say this, and maybe this is fucked up, okay? Uh, and I accept that this might be fucked up, but... This makes me want to kick a 15-year-old's ass. It looks so easy. It looks fun almost. Like, oh, just fun. please step to me, son. Let me just hit you with this two-piece and knock your little punk ass on the ground. You think you're so tough. I see people wonder why we don't have kids. No, thank I you. see why Justin was trying to fight them kids at the gym last week. I get it now, brother. I understand, Justin. I was wrong. I forgive you, too. No, Justin. You still wrong, nigga. Well, speaking of fathers... Because, you know, fathers like to see their sons fight, apparently, can Um, This dude was arrested after refereeing a fight between his sons and another boy. This is the same man? A Gilbert father has been arrested on assault-related offenses after holding off a crowd of people at a neighborhood park with a 45 caliber handgun. Ah! A 45 caliber handgun. Woo, he's gonna do some damage. He's like, let him fight. He pulled his gat out. They're gonna fight, damn it. Ha! Ah. Between his son. Or his sons and another team. So they, they double teaming some dude. Wow. Gabriel Alberto Conde. Let's score this one for Mexicans. Yes. Latinos. Oh, one. Y'all lost one today. Hey, black people doing good. Uh -huh. um, 
Uh, he was 33. He was arrested on suspicion of assault with a deadly weapon, threatening and intimidating disorderly conduct with a deadly weapon, and contributing to the delinquency of a minor in connection with the incident, according to police. About 3 p.m. on Tuesday, Conde brought his sons, ages 14 and 17, to the park near Cobblestone Street and Linda Lane, so the younger one could fight the 14-year-old boy. Oh. When the other boy got the better of Condi's son, Condi had his 17-year-old step into the fight. And together, he and his younger brother knocked the boy to the ground, kicked him in the head, broke his jaw. Oh! A number of people called 911 to report the fight. Of course. Soon after, officers arrived at the man's home on Warner and Lindsay Road, but he refused to come out. He later surrendered without incident after officers outside ordered him to come out of the residence by the communicating with him through a loudspeaker. He was booked. He was nice. Yeah. Man, maybe they thought he was white. Loudspeaker? No, they just beat your door out and beat you out. They must have thought he was white. He does look a little white. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so his sons are getting aggravated assault charges and they daddy ain't shit. This is not the first time he's been in trouble with the law. In January, he was arrested on an outstanding warrant for threatening and intimidating a man at the Circle K. Ow, ouch, ouch, <laughs> wow. He's, uh, fighting at the, he's fighting at the, at the get-go. Uh, he's in the big-go. He never showed up to court. Uh, he also had a suspended license. He's charged with child abuse and, among other crimes. Wow. So, piece of shit. Um, I heard about this story on several other podcasts. I'll do the quick rundown. A, uh, a, a kid robbed a 73-year-old man of seven cents. In seven cents. Yeah, he's 15 years old, and he's facing like like something like two to six years in juvenile detention. Cause nobody ever bothered to throw his ass into some water, Karen. Apparently, this is what happens when you don't get that tough love early on. No, somebody should taught him to be a better criminal. Nigga, rob somebody <laughs> with some money. Old people don't be here carrying money. I should know that niggas don't tip well. Definitely, <laughs> you're 50 cent in a heartbeat. Come on. <laughs> They're all the people that carry change. Who else carries change? Yeah, he, he robbed him. He got two peppermints. Yes. Uh, <laughs> a note from their grandbaby. Come on now. Um, a licorice. Yes. Um, let's see. Onondaga County, County Judge William Walsh decided that Stewart deserved to have the incident on his permanent record. The defendant will spend at least two years in juvenile detention. Um, and now the dude sent me this was a uh, asexual muffin. Mm-hmm. Um. And he said, this is racist. I gotta say the name no to that one, my Damien. This nigga needs to go to jail. I, I 15 years old is time to make a decision about what kind of crime you gonna do. Robbing motherfuckers for seven cents. Prison time. Holla. I'm sorry. What do you want me to say? This ain't right. got nothing to do with his race. This is just dumb as shit. And it should go on his permanent record. You're a fucking violent criminal at 15. I would like to know this. Wow. <laughs> when they're applying for a job, I think it might come up. You might be in a situation where people have seven cents on them. <laughs> I don't want to. Oh, I got seven cents in my bank account. Get away from me. Oh, uh, speaking of racism. All right. Not to be outdone by anybody, Glenn Beck Uh-oh. is trying to bring. Glenn and Glenn. Trying to bring color back. All right. If Justin Timberlake can bring sexy back, why can't Glenn Beck bring color back, Karen? I don't know. Let's find out. If you can't be true to yourself, what are you doing? 
If you can't find courage now, you're not going to find it when you really need it. It does take courage. That's why we just had Restoring Courage. It takes honor. Make sure you know who you are. Make sure you know what you believe. Make sure you know your place in the universe. Now, am I the only one that hates when people talk in that cadence? Like that cadence, like, like I'm dropping knowledge. Oh, Especially you ain't saying they, shit yet. Yeah, when they're not saying it. Like, I can see if he has some deep point to make. Mm-hmm. This is the most basic, like... This, is he being vocabulatious? No, these aren't big words. Ah, these, are, ah. these, are, these are the little... He's just saying them like he's dropping profound logic. He's, Listen, you need to know the time. Is he have to, is he trying to do 16 balls and didn't tell nobody? No, it's not even flowing. It's just him stopping. It's uh, just uh, completely. Oh, just, okay. It's purposely he, It's like, like the spaces that. are making it deep to him. Uh, no. You know, he's saying plain shit. Have you taken out your trash today? Look at your trash can. Is there trash in it? Take it out. Ah. Make sure you know that you have power. Make sure that you know you're you're not alone. And then, as they turn up the heat, they're going to try to do everything they can to make sure you are alone. Remember, it's Sololinsky tactics. Yeah, they're coming after you, dog. Sololinsky up in this bitch, son. No, none of his listeners know what that means, because I don't know what that means. No, who the hell is that? And I'm way smarter than the people that listen to Glenn Beck. Oh, yes. Isolate. Isolate. Ridicule. That's what they're doing. You have to not care anymore. You have to not care about political correctness anymore. Now, this is where it starts going from zero to races in about 60 seconds. Like, that's 55 second mark. And he's already like, let's get racist in this bitch. And you don't care. You care. You fucking making money off of it. Oh, no, no, no. He's not even made his point yet. That first 55 seconds has nothing to do with his point. Okay. All right. Matter. You know that, you know that, Pat, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you feel ridiculously stupid everywhere in in Africa, in uh, Europe, in uh, South America, uh, in Jerusalem, when you would say the words African-American? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it doesn't apply there. It doesn't apply. Yeah. Now, how can people be one thing? Now, why doesn't African-American apply in other countries, Karen? Why doesn't that apply to black people in Africa? Because they're not from fucking America. That's why. That's they true. weren't dragged to fucking America. They weren't, they weren't here. Yes. Yeah. Why you would you even call? Another country. Why would, why would you, you call somebody that's in Israel or that's in another part who may have never even seen America, African American, because they have do- that's not, That's insulting to them. Oh, God. In, in in one country and nowhere else in the world. So they say, how can you be called African American here in America, but nowhere else in the world do they refer to you that as that? Because it's only one America. It's, isn't that wouldn't that also apply to Native Americans? Yes. Like you only call them Native Americans here. here. We don't call them Native Americans on Mars. Fucking idiot. Such a great point. What are you supposed to say? Is there what is we the don't acceptable know. term? We don't know that you're black, black, African, African, British, African, African. Why aren't 
conservatives able to say the word black without sounding racist. I, there's like an extra hidden syllable in racist black. 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 Like you like want to laugh. Like you just can't say black. It's black. Like, listen to this. Oh shit, listen to this again. Such a great point. What are you supposed to say? Is there, what is we the don't acceptable know. term know. that you're black? Saying? Black. African British? African African. Black. African. <laughs> Israeli, just like oh, white, you would think the you know, you would think yeah, white. It's black. In three white dudes sitting in a room talking about what to call niggas. <laughs> wow. It's like the meeting. This is this how they came up with nigga in the first place? I think it is. It was the meeting of the white folks. Black, no, like you keep black. you keep calling them black. You say they're from Africa. You it's call so them babies. Let's let's get it. Yeah, it's so on. confusing. Jigaboo, coon, oh, I don't know. African booty scratcher, come oh. on, dog. We gotta come up with better names. And there's just one one white dude that was in the background, like, you know what? I got one. Nigga. There you go. That's it. I like that. That's right. Rolls off the tongue, lasts forever. In um, South America, or I mean in uh, South Africa, it's black and colored. And I don't remember the, the uh, difference, but there is. Um, uh, well, maybe the difference matters here, Glenn. You are talking about changing the entire lexicon for America and how we address black people. I'd like to know the difference between who we call it black and who we call it colored. Difference. One is... One was uh, indigenous and the other had come from somewhere else, right? Yes. And I don't remember which one's which. I don't but, but like Indian, I think even uh, came in. I think it was... I think maybe it was colored that was also like Indian or, you know, elsewhere. But and we have black. been here that colored is really a bad thing to say. Because what color are they? Well, okay, so you got us to stop saying that. But in other parts of the world, they still do. Yeah, and it's not a bad... So wait, we believe in... American exceptionalism for the conservative side normally America is different than every other country we're better than every other country we don't do the same things we have different ideals different history different standards except when I want to call black people niggas then I want to be like everybody else no, I'm not. they say it colored in France <laughs> Any other time you bring up friends, ugh, those fucking cowards, ugh, I spit on them, I eat freedom fries. They're hard, friends. Um, the problem I have is that they talking about this shit and they know black people around. Then not only that, they talk about shit that they don't know anything about. Right. You know, do we call them colors? I, I, don't, I don't know. Well, I, they know, I think they're pretending to not know for the purpose of radio. Okay. You know what I mean? This is just radio. It's just them. Oh, we're just freestyling off the top of the dome. No. Uh, contemplating because at the beginning, this conversation has nothing to do with colors. No. You know, it's just be strong. They will isolate you. And then by the end, it's so. What's up with the niggers? Can we call them that yet? Oh, y'all, y'all, free. Back to that. Only here. Why why are we made to feel bad? Notice this. African American was not made to do anything except try to create a, a a superman oh don't you dare feel bad about yourself you're african american no you're an american instead of instead of building so if we're american how come i gotta show my birth certificate when i get to be president what kind of america is this 
I don't think we exist in the same America, motherfucker. You know the country up and saying, look it, we all have the right here in this country. Look what might happen with Martin Luther King. That makes you an American. I want what the fuck does that got to do with this conversation? <laughs> He's like, be American, let me call you in color. <laughs> where's, your, where's, where's your patriotism, colored boy? <laughs> Wow. Judge not by the color of your skin. And you, you you weren't over in Africa. Judge not by the color of your skin as long as I can call you by the color of your skin. <laughs> your great-great-grandfather was. Your great-great-great-great-grandfather may have been. But you weren't. And sure, this country sucked for blacks. Sucked. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Well, you know how slavery was a huge inconvenience, Karen. But, but you know it what? It sucked back then. It just sucked. And my thing is that my... I'm just so happy. And my grandfather was Irish. And my daddy was Irish. I don't consider myself Irish because I wasn't born in Ireland. Oh. What the fuck? Oh, the spirits of my ancestors. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can hear them cracking the whips now. It sucked. Like slaves was in the hot ass sun picking cotton with whips on their back talking about God this sucks. Mm, it's just so mm, it's just not my day to day. They broke my family up, sold my wife to another ranch. Ooh, it sucks. Wow. <laughs> uh, and it pisses me off how lightly they take slavery. Well it sucked, Karen. That's not light. That's more than suck. You fucking destroyed <laughs> generations. Like your service at McDonald's sucks. Yes. You know what not, I mean? <laughs> not getting chicken McNugget sauce sucks. When the gas price goes up 10 cents a gallon, that, that sucks. sucks. Yes. Slavery sucks. <laughs> Beyond sucked for a long time. <laughs> but it doesn't now. Oh, God. It doesn't now. <laughs> Be proud to be an American. I've always felt it's such an minute. insult no, to no, it. No. It, it, the idea of African Americans. He said it doesn't now. Yeah, well, so are we see, equal all of a sudden? Well, see, if, if you set the bar as suck, and, and suck equals slavery, then everything is below slavery, Karen. So, of course, it doesn't suck now. Sucking would be slavery. It is, it, this, is, you. this is exactly the fruition of what I was saying a long time ago. When I was like, remember when I said, pretty soon, everybody's going to be calling everything slavery? Like, oh my god, the heat was slavery today. Oh, so the oh. heat was whooping your ass? Oh, man. Oh, I went to McDonald's, the line was so long, it was slavery. And now slavery doesn't mean anything? Well, in a way, by extension, by just saying slavery sucked. It just sucked. Ooh. It's like cold drips. <laughs> like, it's just... like unsweet iced tea, un-American. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like when they bring you unsweet iced tea when you order the sweet. It sucks. And then, he, so if you set the bar, slavery just sucked. And you go, well, there's no slavery now, so everything is cool, right? It don't suck no. anymore. It doesn't suck to be a black person because there's no slavery, Karen. That, that they, for some reason, need to have some qualifier or, or not even, even special help, but just some distinction as if they're different than us. They're Americans. They're just like us. They are 100% Americans. They deserve every right, every, it, and they the have every responsibility that everyone thing, else has. The thing is, it, 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 it makes people afraid. That's the key. It makes other people afraid. If we're afraid to say something, and we all are, you're afraid to say something. No, it doesn't. It makes you fucking polite. And you know what else? You should be afraid to say certain things to certain people. We well, don't understand them. 
I don't see you on your radio show calling women bitches and hoes. Why? Because you're afraid to get the FCC on your ass. You're never going to see them making this argument for why can't we call women whores? They call women whores in rap music. Okay? Why can't I just say she's a hoe? And the thing about it is that they act like we gave our damn, we gave ourselves these names. No, a lot of these names were given to us by y'all in the sense. See, when I look at women, I just see Americans, Karen, with equal rights who had the same responsibilities as us, which is why I want to call them hoes no, all we, the time. We ain't all the same. No matter how much you try to say we the same, we are not the same. Yeah, but they don't believe that shit. They don't want to. I'm just, I'm just, this argument comes up when it's time to call somebody covered. It's just all I'm saying. Listen to the show tomorrow. This argument won't come up when it's time to talk about health care and everybody needs the same rights and protect. No, then it's back to niggas versus white people. Americans are good. Americans are kind. Not all of them, but we not the colored ones, <laughs> but us, not the, the white people. Ones that will rob you. <laughs> we are great because we are good, and so nobody wants to. Why do you think we said handy capable? Because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. They've been using this. It's our Achilles heel. Yes. The handicapped have been using this to sneak up on us. Karen, watch your back. Here they come. You gotta go up the stairs. They can't use the ramp. Like, what the wow. fuck? What kind of shit is this? It's like, oh my it's goodness. a conspiracy to make us say handicapable. Because that would be nice. And you shouldn't be nice to handicapped people. A colors. Have no fear. Dismiss these human rights frauds. Have no fear, Karen. Go out there and call people coming. Okay? Alright, last. Well, we got one article and then this other thing I want you to look at. Mm-hmm. So the city's going to put tax meters on prostitutes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Prostitutes in the German city of Bonn must carry a ticket purchased from a new parking meter-like machine while working the streets of France... Uh, or they got a, or I mean, work in the streets, or they face hefty fines from tax authorities. And you know what? This is smart. If mm-hmm. you're going to tie up street space, you need to pay for that area. In Germany, ladies of the night pay income tax, the level of which varies from region to region. But compliance is difficult to enforce with women seeking business on the street. Germany's first sex tax meter... Which, which, from which prostitutes can purchase tax for ticket a ticket for six euros per night. Eight dollars and seventy-two cents. That's not much. No, that's not. Make that in a couple hours. If you are ugly, a couple, a couple hours. You can make that in one transaction. Well, don't get ahead of yourself, Karen. We don't know what the street value is. I never put um, you on that corner. No, and no, I don't plan on going on it. Uh, we'll ensure the tax system is fairly fairly implemented. Inspectors will monitor compliance. Not every evening, but frequently. Man, I love to work the prostitute beat. If I was a cop, yeah. yeah, I'd just be out there looking the ass all day. Like, what's up, ladies? Got your tickets? Got your tickets? When she buy that tickets, I'll be coming through in a minute, dog. Um, if caught without a valid ticket, offenders will be reprimanded, then face fines, and later even a ban. About 200 prostitutes work in bond. Due to pro- protests from residents, city officials have limited the area of operations to specific quarters. Also, they can't go all over the city and just get certain corners. Yeah, yeah. Hating ass women trying to keep the prostitutes all in one thing. Ah! No, it's, it, no, it's easy for the jobs. Not in no way. Well, no, the, the husband pretend that they down with the wives. Like, yeah, they should all be in the bad part of town. So I know where they are, dog. Up yes, top. Sir. 
I know what my favorite one gonna be. But critics say this has made it easier for prostitutes to ply their trade. The city has erected, ha ha ha, erected. <laughs> what officials call consummation areas. Wooden parking garages where customers drive cars and can retreat to with prostitutes. Wow, they are really liberal with their prostitution. Yeah, they're like, fuck it, we ain't gonna waste our time arresting y'all. So they announced the next cast of Dancing with the Stars, Karen. Woo-hoo! One of your favorite shows. Yes, sir. According to the website, Nicole Snooky Pelizzi will be there. Uh, she ain't gonna last. She's gonna be out like the situation. Tiffany Thiessen, I think she's from 90210. Okay. And Queen Latifah. That should be interesting. I don't know. I don't think she's gonna get far either. And uh, Rob Kardashian will be there. Rob Kardashian? Is yeah. that their daddy? I don't know. I don't know who Rob Kardashian yeah, is. Yeah, I was about to say, damn. They, I was about to say, Kardashian is so tight that the dude picked up the hot name. He has a sex tape um, with Ray J. And uh, ah. also, Christine Cavallari, who's a star turned clothes designer, a reality star, uh, will also be there. Mm-hmm. Um, that looks like all for now on this article, but I think the whole cast has been announced and now we'll do the whole cast next week. Yay. Yay. Well, this has been it for the Blackout Tips podcast. Um, we got our anniversary tomorrow. Yes. And even though now we're broke and can't officially go anywhere. Nope. <laughs> we will be spending time in each other's company for the next five days. Yes, yes. And, uh, and we'll you pre- won't hear our voices till next Thursday, guys. But we appreciate all of the fans and who all uh, the love and all the support. Yeah, buy stuff at the, the thing, donate to the show. People who uh, chat in the chat room, retweet, spread the word on Facebook and all the other social media platforms. You guys are awesome. Uh, it's been a great year uh, to be married to Karen. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all of them are. Um, and uh, thank you. No, no problem. Um, you straight, you straight. You good. Think I'll do this another year. You, you, know. you alright too. You all I renew your contract this time, Mike Vick. But remember, you still ain't won the Super Bowl, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to argue with your mama about it too. You gotta let I, I, I don't know if you worth the renewal. It's my right. <laughs> and don't forget, of course, to contact us. Follow us on Twitter at Rodimus Prime. Say that again. That is in DAT. Don't forget, also, we're on Google Plus. Uh, I'm. Rodimus, last name Prime. I'll say that again. First name, say that again. Last name. Uh, also, this has been sponsored by ShadowDollProductions.com. Please go to their website, buy shit, please. Use the code CrayCray to get 10% off. But if not, just buy directing shit, which me and Karen started. Yes, yes. And for those of y'all out there, don't forget to check the store out. We are discounting everything in the store. Yep. Uh, you can email the show to blackouttips at gmail.com. You can call us 704-557-0186. We appreciate people that do that. Um, and I think that's about it. So we'll see you guys next Thursday. Yes, sir. Next um, Thursday, guys. Well, until then, love you. You too, baby. We got to be. Wearing a 
I know for me she died through good and bad Call on her like I'm chirping I couldn't be jealous Cause other brothers worship her Walk this earth for her Glory, I'm grateful to be in her presence I try to stay faithful That is given to men He had a good gig A wife, a kid, a decent home One reason or another Couldn't find peace at home She asked why do men Always have to stray He said I'm bad Not as bad as Eric Renee I used to take them out to eat But they wasn't really eating Might have got a little head But I wasn't really cheating It's hard when your lady Don't believe what you say And what you did in the past You gotta live with today She asked If they could spend a night together He thought And said I'm trying to get my life together Went home to his lady Well, his confessions, baby, you a 